podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash realchronicles. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Happy Y2K, everybody, and welcome to Real Chronicles, brought to you by realtalking.com. I'm your host, David, and I'm joined with today... It's Lewis. Guys. Jen. The whole team is back because we just couldn't stay away from Y2K. We're heading into everyone the millennium. Thought the world, remember thought, everyone thought the world was going to end? I everyone re- really <laughs> thought the world was going to end. I remember that like, my family is very Hispanic and very superstitious and believes anything the Univision tells them. Uh-huh. So my mother was <laughs> my mother was ready for the end of the world <laughs> that and night. My birthday is actually December 31st, so it was like, oh my god. Am I going to die tomorrow? Like, what's going to happen? <laughs> On my birthday. <laughs> On my birthday. No. I was class of 2000, so and then I'm proud of that. Happened. There you go. Nothing happened. Oh, I'm class of 02. The computers all remember. That's like, meh. I'm class of 02 and like, Lewis is like, class of 06. Do you think that can happen again? Like, anything like that? Like, that kind of no. scare anymore? No, right? Because it'll just keep counting down. No. And technology. We, we have real life scares now. So yeah. Just... Well, yeah. I mean, just <laughs> what happened. Last week, yeah. we had such a good time with our 90s episode that we went almost three hours, and it didn't feel it at all. Well, two hours, 39 minutes. Okay. Oh, close to three hours. There you go. But, um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Little, little, what, little Miss Price over there. What I <laughs> noticed with 2000s is that films really got shitty in the new, the new millennium. Well, I don't know about yeah. shitty. I think we're continuing the trend of the quantity. We had some good indies, though. There's like a lot, like a little good smaller films came out in the 2000s. I mean, if you, I think the the birth of the horror remake started in the 2000s, and started in 2002, right? With, I guess The Ring would be the first. And then, one. and then The and Grudge, Grudge, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween, <laughs> <laughs> The Fog, Oh, The Fog, the House of Wax. Number one. And did it? And The Mist. Yeah. We, got, we got the miss in that decade. Oh, you know which one I liked? And uh, oh, I don't the know. miss is good. That came out in the 2000s. The miss is fantastic. Yeah, I like the, the miss was in a remake, though. That ending hurts. That was it? No, it's a Stephen King. It's just a Stephen I King adi- they made adaptation. No, nah, it's a, it's your first time oh, they made it. It's so good. It was good, yeah. Uh, oh, honorable mention. Gotta add it real quick. <laughs> no, that's definitely in, yeah. That'd be a good honorable mention. Um, I'm trying to think of really some another bad one. Oh, the Hitcher. <laughs> oh my God, I was bad. Oh, the Hitcher. House of the Wax. The Hitcher is awful, but Sophia Bush. Wax, no, Hitcher is way, better, way worse than House of Wax. But, well, but they, oh, House of Wax is a, I actually have fun with House of Wax. Oh, no, you good. don't. Stop. Really? Oh, I didn't mind it. It's so fun, though. Isn't it uh, Alicia Cuthbert? The Miss and, uh, and, pa- and Paris yeah. Hilton. You get to see Paris Hilton. Sound now. Like, Chad Michael Mer- Murray. Halloween Resurrection came out in 2001. There you go. Ew. The I remember this. The one with Buster or Hello? Busta. Busta, okay, so he fights Michael. It's terrible. Yeah. It killed the franchise. <laughs> Literally, yeah, because there has not been... It's came out in 2001, too. Halloween Resurrection did worse than Batman and Robin, because we haven't had an original Halloween movie since 2001. Well, we're, getting, we're, getting, we're, we're almost there. We're almost there. But, Dude, um, Freddy vs. Jason came out in 2003. I forgot about that. I don't think that made my honorable mention. No. I mean, this week is pretty much looking at the bad and the good of 2000 because we can talk about some of the awful nonsense that came out in the early yeah. two in the in the 2000s um what what was that i mean jason what's the worst of the other 2000s 
That's a good question. I'm trying. What would what would be yours? Is the worst or like overall? Yeah, the worst movie of 2000s. Is it Halloween? Oh, it might be Battlefield Earth, dude. Yeah, I think, I it think it's Battlefield, Battlefield Earth. Earth. <laughs> John Travolta's best role. Is it? No, it's not. <laughs> Is his worst role? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I would say it's his worst. I think it's worst. Oh uh, yeah, Battlefield Earth just made the cut. It came out in 2000. Oof. Yeah, that was bad. Man, there's some good people in this movie. What happened? <laughs> Science Scientology happened. It's got, a, it's got a, it's got a solid 2.4 out of 10 on IMDb. It actually got the two. Yeah, I remember when it was in the bottom 100 for a while. You know, a movie uh, it's loved from the 2000s, and I'm just like mad about it. Fucking um, Bad Santa. I'm oh, it's okay funny. with Bad Santa. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm it, funny. I never really was it. I was into it. They and waited, we also they waited had, way too long to make a sequel. That was stupid. Yeah, yeah, we also had dumb. some good Christmas movies. We had Elf. We did. Damn, I gotta add it to my Oh, I love Elf. I personally love the Polar Express, even though the kids look creepy. Yeah, it's too creepy for me. I don't like it. And I know, thanks to G, we have this special uh, connection. We have Dr. Uh, Doctor Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And G, let's just throw that connection out there. Uh, Taylor Momsen, who played, uh, everyone's, everyone's character, uh, everyone that uh. loves, played Jenny Humphrey on Gossip Girl. <laughs> she is Cindy Lou Who in How the Grinch Stole Christmas. She was a little girl. She, she was so adorable back then. She, she was, was so adorable. She was and then she became Jenny Humphrey. Uh, the only time I didn't want to punch her in the face. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like, I wanted to punch her in the face already. And then, like, the girl in real life, like, she is, she's in a band called The Pretty Reckless. I think that's the name of it. Yeah. And once she, like, started her band, that's when she kind of stopped caring about being on Gossip Girl. And you can kind of tell. Because her character, like, physically changes a lot. And it's basically mimicking how the actress was changing in real life. Yeah. So I was pretty happy when they kind of got rid of her. Until the end. Yeah, me too. But that's... Yeah, that's yeah no, one, no one. I mean, that's no a, one likes... I mean, a... I guess everyone's most hated character... I mean, we can talk about this because Gossip Girl came out in the 2000s. Uh, it's still Serena, but Jenny Humphrey's up there, like, right on her coattail. Gee, <laughs> don't, gee don't spoil what we're going to get to in three weeks. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm still writing my piece about how Vanessa's misunderstood. <laughs> I can't wait till we talk I about fucking Vanessa, because Vanessa's just <laughs> awful. Fucking Vanessa. I feel like if I share that with, like, almost everyone I know that watches it, they're going to be like, what the fuck? She's what, she's what us, his, <laughs> she's what us, us Hispanics calls metiche. Oh, yes. Metiche and everything. Nosy, always has to be involved in every little thing that happens in always Gossip in the Everything. It's all about Dan but Humphrey. At least Dan Humphrey's included. a good writer. <laughs> she's trying to be included, damn it. You know oh, how hard it was when she first got there? Like, she's trying to reunite with her friend again, and he's all different now because he's, like, going to a rich school and that's not how he was when they were friends before. No, you stop defending her. <laughs> Team Vanessa. And Blair, treated her, Blair treated her like shit. Blair, she treats, Blair treats everybody like shit. Yeah, but that's Blair. Well, that's fair. Fair, that's fair. Blair did treat everyone like shit. <laughs> yeah, she did. And before we get into our list, wasn't the end of Buffy in the 2000s? Yeah. <sighs> that's when that's when guys shows it's, it's a very, very sad day. Let me let me look up the official date of when I cried. And then we also <laughs> the end of the Sopranos was in the two thousand. Yes, yeah, is, Buffy the Vampire Slayer oh, ended in May yes, yes, yes. two thousand three. Wow. <laughs> you said it was so emotion so much emotion. So <laughs> I mean good and bad in the two thousands. But we can we we can talk about the good for the most part. Honorable mentions that this week were a little bit easier than last week. No, I came ready. You guys 
For the last no, three I weeks, I got, I got a few. I got a few. I got for few. the last three weeks, you guys have been bombarding me, so I came with a list this week. All right, so I'll kick let's, it. Let's I'll kick like it off. <laughs> I'll kick it off because I think mines are in as many as you guys this week. I got like forty. So we'll kick off with traffic. Oh, that's not on your top ten. No. Oh, shit. Ooh, traffic. oh man, that's such a good movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. Great movie. Um, oh. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, what? That's on my. That's on my <laughs> yeah. honorable too. Um, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a horrible list. I think. I mean, not, <laughs> horrible. Sorry. Oh <laughs> man. I didn't mean horrible. <laughs> no country for old men. But you did. <laughs> but you did. Say Lord, <laughs> Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, and The Two Towers. There you go. Okay. Oh, oh now we know where Return I, of the King is. <laughs> damn right it is. Uh, Kill Bill one and two. Finding Nemo. I'm surprised. I thought that would be in your top ten. Gladiator, almost famous. What? Oh! Ah! City uh. of God. I thought you were gonna say City of Angels for a second. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, that's bad." I was like, "Well, that came out in the nineties and wow. Uh. <laughs> Harry, I have I have two Harry Potters on here. I have Harry Potters and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh, and, <laughs> and Harry, and Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. I am going that's to make fine. special sound effects. There. Oh, I, I'm almost done. Actually, I did have a lot. Uh, Memento. Oh, Memento. Oh, Iron Man. Okay. Pirates of the Caribbean and the Curse of the Black Pearl. I think you're going to break them. Spider-Man 2. No! And my last one, and I, I had to do it. I don't care what anyone says, is Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. Why is that... Uh... Uh, why? Uh, I mean, that's fine. It was actually in my honorable mention too. I put it in there. It, it, I didn't want to. No, I know I, it I, hurt I, me I, too. But I was like, no, I did really enjoy I almost this. Did, but then I thought about I thought about what scenes were the strongest, and it made it like work for me. So I was like, there's a lot of scenes in that movie that are very strong, and it's definitely miles better than the two crap fests that came before it. Yes. Huge so crap. yeah, this should the, starting by looking at my honorable mentions. I think this might be a fun week. Yes. All right. G- Lou, you're gonna go to mine. Oh, yours is long, right? Is very long. All right, so G, how's yours? It's kind of long, so I guess Jen can go. On. All right, go ahead, Jen. Oh, mine's long too. All right, so you guys. J- <laughs> All right, well, have I'll fun. just go. Uh, okay, honorable mentions. Honorable mentions are Anchorman, Bring It On, Sweeney Todd. No, in no particular order, just as I was remembering these things. Cool, although so far, thank God. <laughs> Uh, Catch Me If You Can, Ocean's Eleven, Finding Nemo, Monster Inc., Wanted, Because I Said So, It's Complicated, Waitress, Saw, High Fidelity, Donnie Darko, Zack and Mary Make a Porno, Blue Crush, Donnie Charlie's Darko Angels, With Your Girl Drew, uh, yeah. The Hangover, <laughs> Training Day, The Wrestler, Ratatouille, Wally, Departed, Mystic River, A Beautiful Mind, Chicago, and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, <laughs> and Inglorious <What>? Bastards. <laughs> Why does no one have love for Eternal Sunshine? <laughs> I do have love. That's why it's an honorable mention. I forgot yeah, to, I forgot to, me- I forgot to mention Saw for me as well. Saw, and The Donnie Hangover, Darko. which is my favorite comedy. You forgot Donnie Darko. A very long I like time. how, Jen, I think you stuck in like three chick flicks in a row, like back to back. It was like, because <laughs> I said so, it's complicated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, Jen. And I love that you noticed it. I'm le- I actually like. I actually like. It's complicated. It's really I do funny. too. So it's really I. good. I'm gonna leave Lou for last since this is probably his most jam-packed honorable mention. I think it is. So, G, throw throw us yours. 
Uh, should I start with like the really bad ones first? Yeah, throw. You got bad ones <laughs> in there. Oh. <laughs> All right, in no particular order. This wasn't the first one listed, but I just saw it and I added it right now. I put a walk to remember. A walk to remember. You have okay. nothing to say the rest of the the podcast <laughs> on my list. The walk to remember. Remember is good. You guys uh, American Psycho. American Psycho. Uh, American Psycho. Yeah, American Psycho. Uh, Finding Nemo. Uh, the Prestige, uh, Requiem for a Dream, Shaun of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, District 9, uh, The Royal Tenenbaums, uh, Brokeback Mountain, uh, 28 Days Later, Casino Royale, Superbad, Knocked Up, Little Miss Sunshine, Anchorman, Pan's Labyrinth, Ocean's Eleven, uh, let's see what Collateral, Ray, Shrek, Adaptation, and Spider-Man, X-Men, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, Hustle and Flow, 21 Grams. Hustle and Flow. And <laughs> Mon- <laughs> What's wrong with Hustle and Flow? No, okay. I forgot about that one. Uh, Monsters Ball, Black Hawk Down, uh, The Others, and A History of Violence. Cool. I forgot about Superbad. Yeah, I yeah, almost did forgot too. forgot about Superbad <laughs> and Hangover? Yeah, yeah. I I almost did too because someone was like, "What about knocked up?" I was like, "Oh yeah," and then I remember Superbad right after that. That's um, uh, shout out to Emma Stone. That's her first shout time. out to Emma Stone. Yo, yo, boo thing. Academy, award, Academy <laughs> award winner. Academy <laughs> award winner. Nice save. Your, your 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 hall pass. I think that's your hall pass. That is his hall. Her pass. and Jennifer Lawrence. Can have two hall passes, man. He can have two if I can have two. Who's your two? Her Leo and Mark Leonardo Ruffalo. DiCaprio and Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo? Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a weird mix. I remember. No, it's funny. I remember when we had when we had we we joked around that discussion, and I'm like, all right, I'll take you know whatever. We joked around it, and then when she when I was like, who's your other one? She's like Mark Ruffalo. I'm like, fucking Mark Ruffalo. That's like you go from Leo, which is understandable. Mark Ruffalo. He's so cute. Oh my god, please. He's like, oh please, whatever. So my my if you're listening and you're not with Sunshine anymore, please. <laughs> my friends told me. me I can't have hall passes because they just turned into orgies because I like too many girls. Oh. <laughs> like just got out. That just got real. <laughs> was that Lori that said that? <laughs> There's just a bunch of people. I just like, oh uh, yeah. They would definitely give him hall things. passes just for the hard life he's lived. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lou, throw us your honorable mentions. Here we go. Trying I'll take keep... a back seat. I'll take a nap in the trying meantime. Maybe. You guys All right, go ahead. Mentions. We got paranormal activity. Oh shit! I forgot about that. Damn it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Saw. American oh, yeah, Gangster. Eh. Eh. American eh. Gangster was great. Eh. That's a good movie, man. I forgot about it, though. It was good. Scary movie. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Ugh. yeah. Oh, I don't like... I don't like... Ugh. Scary movie's good, man. The movie theater scene alone is... Ugh. Yeah. Bring it oh, on. Man. Yeah. Not, not another team movie. Ugh. Uh, what? That's funny, too. That's <laughs> hilarious. I think that's better than a scary movie. Nah, but okay. You have me. It's okay. <laughs> 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 There's certain parts. All right, Anchorman, Million Dollar Baby, mm. City of God, Zodiac, yeah. The Mist, <gasps> Zodiac, How to Grinch Stole Christmas, Zodiac is so good. Elf, Bedazzled, Bedazzled with Bedazzled uh, <laughs> <laughs> with Brendan with Elizabeth Hurley. Yes. Yeah. That movie, yes. I did like that movie, that the movie Dolphin was, Song. Yeah, that movie was pretty I funny. Thought that came out like 99. <laughs> when did that come out? It 
Okay, what is 2012? Oh, it barely made the cut. <laughs> All right, Corky Romano. Corky, really? oh my Corky god. <laughs> oh my god. You're uh, just naming stuff that makes no sense. <laughs> All right, Bad Boys 2. Oh. All right, I'm cool. I'm cool with that. I actually like that. Uh, the Hurt Locker, Gladiator, The Wrestler, The Fast and the Furious. God damn it, yeah. The Wrestler's not on your list. Oh, nope. I meant to say Fast Spider-Man. It's not on my list either. Well, you are you you hate wrestling and you're a hater of some wrestling, so whatever. Uh, but I love me some Marissa Tomei. So, like, there was, you know. <laughs> the Spider- the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man trilogy. Iron Wait, Man. all of them? The, all of them? Yeah, yeah, all of them. <laughs> the third one? <laughs> Especially yeah. the third one. <laughs> Dude, God. I thought like, David's honorable mentions list was... Oh, Iron Man, X-Men, 28 Days Later, Paid in Full, State Property. Paid in Full? <laughs> <laughs> State Property. Yeah, State Property. Yo, this is like a... Your honorable mentions is like a worst of list. <laughs> Paper Soldiers. What? Why have I heard... What's that? That's the Kevin, that... that's Kevin Hart's first movie. Also a Rockefeller film movie. Oh, fuck that, man. Fuck Kevin Hart. Find, Finding Nemo, The Incredibles, Up, and Monsters, Inc. Those are my honorable mentions. The Incredibles is on your 10? Those incre- Incredibles Wait, are my so you said mentions. X-Men. What about X2? Is X2 on your list or just not mentioned at all? Uh, not mentioned. Oh, X2 is better than X1. All right, it was honorable mention then. To make you happy. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> I like how I, I think I bullied you into that. I'm sorry. Put right. <laughs> <Blood laughs> it in! Put it in! Like, Pause. Well, I'm still shocked over Corky Romano. And <laughs> yeah, Corky Romano was funny as fuck, man. You guys want some cookies? <laughs> and then your two hood rat movies you named back to back. My hood rat movie. You're going to talk to Lori about hood rat movies. Our hood rat movies. <laughs> oh man! All right, so they are. I'll kick this. You guys laughed at me when I said hustle and flow. <laughs> no, I, I love hustle and flow. I just said I forgot about it. I want to put it too. All right, I'll kick this off. I'll kick this off with a movie that Jen does not like at all. Okay. So th- this may be an uh from her. What movie is that? My man in Half Baked. I forgot about Half. I keep oh, bothering, I like half baked. I keep bothering oh. Dave about that one. Wait, when did, when did Half Baked come out? I think it, it's, it's, I think it's twenty two thousand one. I think or something like that. It's really that? It's only wow shit. No, it came out in 98. Oh, 98. Okay. That should have been in the 90s. That's an error. All right, so my number 10, <laughs> my number 10 is the best written out of the trilogy. I think G knows where I'm going. My number 10 is Batman Begins. Batman Begins, okay. Oh, yeah. So wow. It's pretty far down the list, though. You have it higher? Yeah, I do. Yeah, so I wanted I think, to... imp- I think it's important. That's why. It's very important, yeah. I think it's it's important to the to the fact that the genre was pretty much dead. It was, and no one was making superhero movies anymore. Yeah, you have Blade, but was no. was Blade really putting no. asses in seats? No. So the fact. Well, Spider Man. Well, yeah, that's true. Spider Man was starting to put asses back in seats. So DC needed something, and Batman is their number one, you know, money draw. So yeah. the movie is so well written. And once I saw Christopher Nolan was directing it, I was like, oh, and writing it. I was like, okay, let's see where this is going. And the fact that it took it took a realistic look at the character, put it in real in the real world for the first time, and it works so well. Um he took little bits of Batman Year One and he, you know, sprinkled that all through the movie. Uh in the in the annals of Batman history, Ra's al Ghul maybe in the movie is not the greatest villain. But if for this movie, I thought he was the appropriate villain because it's set up with his with uh, Bruce Wayne's arc. I thought it worked perfectly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I it, thought it was good that they didn't pick like a, a signature Batman villain to start it off. 
the good Rachel Dawes is in this movie. <laughs> Katie Holmes, Joey Potter from the Creek. Rachel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, and the best thing is that he wasn't. I I guess he you know wasn't going nuts then because he used a good nice Batman voice. It wasn't the Rachel. Why is she gonna kill me? Where is she? Where's the trigger? You wouldn't give it to her, no, you never said it then. I'm the hero of the city. The city you know that so well, dude. Yeah, I, I, that's, that's my shit. So, no, nah, yeah, Batman Begins is my number 10. It kind of sets up where we were going in the future of superhero films. Yeah, Spider-Man was good, but Batman Begins just, I think, was a lot better than any of those. You know what sold me on it, too, when it was first being made? more Even more than, like, getting a good director was when they when the cast list was dropped when it wasn't just like a bunch of random people you had like oscar nominees in the cast like yeah like morgan freeman michael kane christian bale gary oldman like it was just like really top to bottom really good cast do you agree is the best rating out of the three yes i think so i i'm gonna throw jen under the bus what why don't you why don't you like it it's not, I never said so now anyone before they get their panties in a bunch. I never yeah, said all the it, nerds about to jump on you right now. I never <laughs> said that it wasn't the best written, but I said that for me, I found it really slow and boring. Batman begins. I like the Dark Knight and I like Rises way well, better. Well, you know what? You and Lori have something in common. She also thinks Batman begins is slow and boring. Like I'll watch it, but I mean that it's whole an story. time that he's I get that it's an origin story. It's not about that, but I just felt like he was I don't know him being there inside with everyone and healing from his bone like that. That was Dark Knight up. Rises. No, 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 no! In the beginning. That was Dark Knight Rises. Hold on. Wait a second. Uh, uh, I'm on the same. Uh, it's my least favorite of the trilogy. Really? Yeah. Damn. Damn. So yeah, it, it did not make my. <laughs> it, it, it did not. It did not yeah. make my top ten. What? No, but with Liam Neeson, yeah, when he's training. I, you said when he's healing. Oh, the healing is. The Dark Knight Rises. Never mind. No, no, no. Sorry, I know what I did there. I'm confusing my things. Okay, no. The with Liam Neeson and like the training. Yes. That was so good because this is the first time you actually saw him training. You know why he's kicking ass because he's I training. Guess, like I love but Batman '89, like, but like so I love Batman '89, but like you, you really think Michael Keaton like just went to Japan to kick, like train? But we train? didn't. I didn't need to see him training. I didn't. Care we never to saw see it. We've never basically, seen it before. Basically, you're saying you need right. to see. Like, you didn't need to see an hour of that, is what you're saying. Right. Like, maybe if it was, like, 20 minutes, great. That's fine. But for me, I didn't need it as long as it needed to be there. And I love... And I so, get you're telling an origin story, and you've never seen him do that before on film, and that's fine that Nolan wanted to go into this direction. There's nothing wrong with it, but I just felt like it dragged a little bit for me. So kind of by the time we got into more of the action, then I was like, okay, now it's picked up, but, like... It never makes me want to rewatch it. I don't think I've ever rewatched oh, it that's fully, gonna except maybe one time. You never, with you. You've never seen it with me. It no, no, no. It's so much I, better every time. Like I really only like watched it once or twice because I, I'm always like that scene. It's just it doesn't interest me. It's boring to no, me. I'm not disagreeing with you. The movie does take off more once he goes back to Gotham. Like, right, and that's what better. I want to see. Like I want to see him in action already. I want to see him get in there in Gotham. I want that's what I want to see. But it makes I that really first moment when see... he when you first see him as Batman even more impactful when he like takes down his goonies and he just I guess but I felt I still felt in Keaton's bat like I still felt he Well, was he was still already impact- Batman. Yeah, he was Batman. Yeah, right I still away. felt it impactful. He's like going in and like doing stuff. I think this How is, old is Bruce supposed to be in that movie? It always changes. That's the thing with yeah, Bruce Wayne. Every time they read Yeah, they, they never really reveal his age. I, I want to say he's the complaint in his about uh late Katie 20s Holmes, like looking too young. 
for her part, even though well, she like she was young anyway. But she's young anyway. It looks young anyway. But she like that. Was, I know a lot of people didn't buy that they grew up together. Uh, but that's why I always wondered how old he was supposed to be. I guess in relation to her too. I feel Second like late twenties. <laughs> I feel like late twenties because like, she's all you know. She's working right for the DA. So, yeah. Right. But that takes a couple years. You got college, law school. Uh, and yeah. like I said on another podcast, another previous podcast, the last time before this movie that Batman was successful in the film was when they casted a wife of Tom Cruise. Oh, Nicole Kidman. Oh, oh yeah, Bat- no, yeah and Batman. Yeah, Batman forever. And at this time, Katie Holmes was Mrs. Tom Cruise. Well, was she miss? She was Mrs. Tom Cruise by the time it came out, right? She yes, wasn't. No, she was already with him. Yeah. All over jumping on couches and shit. All right, so Batman Begins is my number ten. Lou. Yes, sir. Hey, number... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> is it two? State oh, property two. State property two is definitely number ten. No. <laughs> it's uh, Gangs of New York, so close enough. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> I'll throw that in an honorable mention. No, I couldn't even do that. I, just, I, just, I tried. I couldn't. You still don't like Gangs of New York? I, well, I like it. No, I'm talking about guys. It's like, it's good, but it's like, I can, like, the more I think about it, the more, like, I, it's not that great. Other than when Daniel Day loses on screen, like yeah, I think yeah, I yeah. even think Leonardo DiCaprio is kind of flat in it, and then Cameron Diaz is in. She's awful. In it, yeah, Cameron Not Diaz is definitely the worst part of the movie. Stuff. Yeah, but uh, I, I thought the movie was great. It actually, told a pretty good story. And I like the end. I, I like yeah, that. obviously Daniel Day Lewis was fantastic, but I think everybody else fucking did a Rod job. Adrian Brody screwed him on that year. <laughs> yeah. I haven't. You know what? I haven't seen The Pianist since it came out, so I don't even remember if he was. Really great. He was good in it. I mean, I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember him being good. Yeah, but Daniel Day Lewis was really like, good. well, he got to make out with Halle Berry when he won, so I guess it was all worth it. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah, it, there you go. <laughs> all right, Gangs in New York is Lewis number ten. Jen, yep. what is your number ten? Ooh, my number ten. Uh, I'm actually most. Oh, before we get what? to Jen's list, I'm actually most curious about hers because I think outside of like Every a few, week, I, I think bring G- the mystery. you, me, Lou, and G are in the same direction. Yep. That's what I'm here for. I'm well, right. I feel, shake I it feel up. like our top fives are usually the same, but then like our bottoms are like different. All right. What's your number 10? What do you think my number 10 is? If it's a dark night, I'm kicking you out. Is it the dark for night? For real? It's a dark night? No, it's not the dark oh, night. Man. Okay. <laughs> Slow all your panties. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> God. Dear no. My, uh... <laughs> oh, my God. That would be actually. One day I'm gonna just have Daredevil. to throw something really Daredevil random in there. Daredevil and Love Story was incredible. To scare. Wait, what God, movie? That was such a bad Daredevil. movie. Daredevil. Daredevil. <laughs> oh my God, no. No, no, that's not my you know, number ten. Jennifer Garner was the best thing about Daredevil. I did like her in it. Stop. Everything he else was. was. Oh, like I liked uh, Colin Farrow as a. Uh, oh, uh, he was too over the top. Bullseye. I almost said bullet. <laughs> bullet. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that a Disney movie in, in the 2000s? Oh, oh Bolt. 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 That was, uh, <laughs> Bolt. I actually saw it like two weeks ago. Yeah. Actually, Cyrus was a voice in that, wasn't he? The voice of Bolt, I think, was John Travolta. <laughs> really? Yeah, I think so. All right, go ahead. All right, we, we, John make, Travolta. we make so John many Travolta. connections on this show. We just throw. Six, um, six, okay, six. so my number 10 is The Fast and the Furious. Okay, oh. I'm out of that. So, you know what? I'm all right with that, though. No, almost, don't. I, I tried, I no. tried to justify putting it in the top 10. I tried. No, no, no. It's like... <laughs> I I was really torn because it was like off my list, and then I was like, ah, oh, but I do like it, and it. I mean, you can't deny it launched 
a franchise. I mean, at the time, now I don't know that they had the idea spies. there, but <laughs> yeah, they went. They came a long way from the first yeah. one. But they, <laughs> yeah, they did. Definitely the best of the, the eight. It's right? the best of the. I think I don't care what Ron Tomato says about this. The first one is the best one. I think. But well, I mean, you, it was you usually want to hope the that ones are... it's Point Break with cars. It is, yeah. and I think like you hadn't really seen anything like that at the time, and then they brought it out. You had you had a good cast. Paul Walker was still relatively like trying to come up. This made him. You had Vin Diesel, Jordana Brewster. You had it. You had a really good cast with everyone in it. Um, Michelle so, Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez. Like I Fucking left this movie, Vin and I every time I leave like a Fast and the Furious movie, I always like wish I had like. Like the nods in my car and like everything. <laughs> just just, down no, just you, like, you feel like you could go out and do that. Like, especially yeah, like, like I want to do that. Like, right, let's go do this. Let's go hop in our cars right now. And like, like I'm like I want to just go run. run it. We can make it. <laughs> yeah, like I'm. I get so excited, and you're like you're with it, and you're watching it, and you're like, oh, that's so cool, and you want to get out, and then you realize, oh, I only have a Hyundai Sonata, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do this. But that's what I mean. That's why you go to the movies to escape and to like fantasize and dream and so fast yeah. and furious it's, it's, it's fun it was a fun movie not it, it really that movie and, was definitely and like, flawed uh, but and the sound and the movie the soundtrack was good yeah. too i like the, i like the soundtrack yeah. fucking ja rule was all over that ja shit rule. yeah he was oh what i mean oh, when i'm a baby <laughs> he's in the movie too remember the second yeah. one no he's in no, the, the first one the second one was uh, he's the first one he's like he's like you get this whether you win or lose but if you win you get this too it's a win win for him kind of and then when he loses you ain't win shit Right. <laughs> Later on, I do like Nadia! right. It's the second movie where Menage. they add Ludacris. Yeah, I do yeah, like the Ludacris. Second's the worst one, though. No, it's not. Yes, it is. The second one is the worst one. I actually never saw the second one. The second one definitely had the most flaws, but I don't think I think I think the fourth one probably. No, it was the most boring oh, one. Fast and Furious is actually good. It I, for me, it was the most boring one. Second one has the best addition because Ludacris has been like really good to the franchise. He's good, yeah. yeah. But the movie was terrible. I think my favorite one is the. I think my favorite one is the one where Wonder Woman dies. Is that oh, five? No, that's, right. that's five a six. Or one. Six. Six. But but then no one seems to care except for Jordana Brewster. Like she dies. Yeah, they're like, yo, where's Giselle? She's like, where's Giselle? And they're like, oh, she's dead. And then Han's like, Han's like, I lost her. And then like 20 minutes later, Han dies. Yeah, all their people die. Like, it sucks. And then now we get, we have one more? Two no, more. We have two two more. 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 Well, the cool, the, what was funny when I when I reviewed all the the first seven of them, when, before the eighth one came out, the first one still holds up the best. I agree, too. Like, even, even though there's like more, there's more action and stuff in like all the sequels, like, I, it's just something that this, it, how simplistic it is. Like, sure, there's like a lot of cool stuff that happens in the sequels, but like just watching their cars go underneath like the like the trucks. Hey, that was a big. Like, that was a big fad. That that is simple, but it was cool back then. Now, and like I rather watch that than like fucking. It well, I feel like it's more realistic. Like it's more yeah. like what happens yeah. in the first one is more realistic. You the had people that would race. The, you had what, that already. What I liked about the first one is how like. The story was so much flawed, but it made it so much fun at the same time. Because, like, Toretto did all this shit, and he only went to two places. Like, And it was, like, his house and his job, which was, like, <laughs> the, the shop. That's yeah, the, the only two places he's been to. So the cops kept looking for him. But the he cops only, can't find him. He yeah. was only in these two <laughs> oh, places. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I never that thought of that. True. I didn't think about that. That's funny. And then, for some reason, Jordana Boucher was just making bad sandwiches that nobody liked except for Paul Walker, but somehow they like... <laughs> nobody they, likes the sandwiches here. And they really never looked that bad. <laughs> right? 
The little Why do you keep coming back? Sandwiches can't be that good. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, he wasn't in it guy. for the sandwiches. Uh, oh, yeah. I also love the scene where uh, when uh, Paul Walker has to reveal that he's an undercover cop when he's like on the uh, the phone. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. then Vin Diesel looks like he just wants to he rip gives, him apart. He gives him the, the, the first, the I think the first like, side I would get. Out, and then like, Jordana Brewster's like, uh, no, not right now. We <laughs> get that, the first slow turn of the series right there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and he won't let that franchise go because he has nothing after that. Yeah. Oh, well, you know what? Triple X did well overseas. Oh, they did really good. I still haven't seen yeah. the second one. The one with Ice Cube? And, no, no, no. no. I mean, not the, the, the second Diesel one. Um, there was, there was an Ice Cube one. I mean, what Oscar's about to win? The third one. You know one. what? Like, <laughs> if he doesn't want to let it go, then let him keep making it. But you know what? People are yeah. still going to go and, like, no, whether it's made, good it or bad. Make, it didn't make as much money as they expected. I know, but still. But that franchise is important because there aren't a lot of big movie franchises that have a diverse cast like that that Marvel that well worldwide. Marvel? Like that's why it does so well. Yeah, they're, they're really definitely competing against Marvel. That what? They definitely Marvel's competing against Marvel. Super diverse. Marvel's is diverse. No, it's not a bunch of white people in their cast. What really? Black Panther? Panther? Hold on, think about this for a minute. You Other than Black Panther. Put out this statement. Black Panther? Marvel is not diverse. Other than now they they Other brought out now, Black Panther. Like, they're diverse. No, but it's coming not, out, it's not like Fast and the Furious diverse. No, no, no. no. From the beginning, Hispanics. it was diverse. Who's a Hispanic superhero? Mm, I don't know. Got like Mr. Cuba somewhere. Maybe. But like the even he plays baseball. He plays baseball. So I'm at Senor Cuba. He plays baseball. What's his power? I mean, even <laughs> cigars. Cigars. <laughs> he just he just shoots out cigars. No, that's because isn't like Black Widow supposed to be Russian? More likely Russian. So yeah, no, Scarlett like Johansson's not Russian. Like, well, how is Marvel diverse? They got black movies. And <laughs> 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 they got black movies. Did they make Pain in Full? <laughs> they are. Uh... You know, I'm pretty sure that all, all the Avengers, save Samuel L. Jackson, are pretty white. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> now he's thinking, and now he's like, damn, why did I say that? And no! The get, the we're getting a Black Panther, know, we're getting a Captain Marvel. It's gender appropriate, okay, it's race Marvel appropriate. What? I'm sorry, there's no gender Captain Hispanic superheroes. A woman. She's a woman, but what is she? She's white. A white woman. <laughs> Not my fault, I didn't oh, write no, Marvel comic have, books. We do have an Hispanic. Miles Morales. We have Zoe Zadana. The Fast and the Furious has whatever Vin Diesel is, I don't know what he is. And Jordana Bruce. Vin Diesel is a different race every week. Michelle Rodriguez is was she Mexican? I don't know. I think she's I Puerto Rican. Look this up before I start. Puerto Rican, Mexican, yeah, Cuban. Paul she's like all four. Paul Walker's super white. Dude, Chris Black, Tyrese Black, that girl from Game but of Thrones. You have this movie now. You have Black Panther, but other than that, every other when they shown up in Iron Man and they cross over and they show up in Captain America, it's always white. they're always <laughs> white. Yeah, <laughs> they're all white. I feel like you're like breaking his soul right now. <laughs> yeah, thinking. he's like thinking, and he's like, I'm "Damn!" Of all you gotta is, uh, just stick with Zoe's daughter, man. That's the only Hispanic you got. We, you go, we have no that. Asians. All the Guardians of the we Galaxy. Have no are Asians. No, they're all white. But no, but not even. Batista's not white. What is Batista? Dave Batista. What is he? He well, he's Filipino. No, he's yeah, yes, he is. You're gonna talk Filipino to me about wrestling, guys. That's a big Filipino. Well, right. Okay, so like, I guess that's also hard to because right, she is Gamora's green, and then uh, Drax, right? That's his character. I'm just saying, but He's... Dave Batista is Filipino. Color. Wait, uh, talking about like the black Filipino thing, and like, Greek. When, uh, exactly, when, when Filipino. That's, that's that's what the size uh, comes from. That's a big Filipino. 
when Princess and the Frog first came out, my mom, when she saw it, she was like, well, I'm so happy we have a black Disney princess, but she's a frog for most of the movie. <laughs> That's <laughs> she was funny. Very upset. <laughs> very upset. All I right. didn't like the movie, though. So, moving on to G. Are we only on nine? Yeah, yeah you let that diversity marinate for a second. <laughs> no, we're on ten still. We're still, oh, we're still on ten. Yeah. Oh, because I had my ten. So, yeah. G, you're up. What's your number ten? Uh, uh, my number ten is Donnie Darko. Ooh. I just left the top ten uh, a few just, a few uh, hours ago. Yeah. So I remember when me and my buddy first rented it. We didn't know what we were really renting. We just saw the cover and it said something about like a something about a bunny rabbit. We thought it was a horror movie when we got it, like a really bad B horror movie. And then we sat down and watched something that none of us expected to watch. And it's one of those movies that uh, each time I watch it, I find more to love about it. I actually prefer the cut that we got first, the theatrical cut. Yes, because big... uh, it the director's make... cut explains yep, everything. It makes you think. I, I showed it to Jen for the first time like a few months ago, like one, one or two months ago. And I'm watching it. I'm like, why the fuck is it explaining everything? And then I'm like, oh, I fucking put the director's cut on by mistake. Yeah, because like I, I guess the, the complaint that the director and writer got was that there are people that I know that don't get it or understand it and they actually think that people like it so much because they don't really understand it or get it and they think they're being deep by saying they like it but there's stuff that like i don't need to be like i knew what was going on and i didn't need like an extra moment to be like okay this is what this scene means and that's kind of what the director's cut does yeah the, but i guess, the, the but I guess that would be good is... for people that want more explanation but yeah the director's cut goes really, really into it yeah there's a it's a really surreal kind of like I can't really, like, it's hard to describe it. I guess, like, if you've seen it and you like it, then you know what I'm talking about. But, like, you know, it's, the cast is really good. The acting's really good. Drew Braymore's uh, really good in it. Yeah, I get to bring up Drew Braymore. There Bramor. you go. She did there good. You, go. you actually gave her kudos. I didn't expect that. She, she was in it for, like, ten minutes. She yeah. Was, she was she very. Yells, yells out, fuck, at one point. <laughs> that's the only emotion she showed in the movie? Well, that's the only time she needed to. She was teaching like she was mono, she was a monotone teacher throughout most of the movie. Well, I mean, I had a lot of monotone teachers growing up. So she, she, she's she, gonna come across. She was like, she was pimp, she was pimping out Donnie Darko. For Drew. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I like. You you you're not defending her pimping out Donnie Darko, right? Oh no, I'm not saying that she did pimp him out. I forgot. How? Uh, well, no. technically, no. Wait, she how. Be, well, you said it when you were watching it. When remember what? when the new girl came in and she's like, Jenna "You need Malone? to, you need to sit next to the cutest guy." Uh, yeah, yeah. She's gonna pick Donnie Darko. Oh, oh, yes, yes. Okay. Well, she's not pimping uh, him out. The soundtrack. the soundtrack's very good too. Yeah, it's excellent. Yeah, the I think really they incorporated good. '80s music really well, and that yeah. uh, the 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 cover to Mad World at the end was fantastic. So good. So uh, good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just like really, I mean, it's kind of like. Uh, you gotta give Drew Barrymore credit though. Drew Barrymore uh, helped get that movie out as far as it could go because uh, no one was really backing it, but she believed in it, and like her production company put it out. Good I was for gonna her. just say, did Flower Films? Flower Films hand? did it, yeah, and she really believed in it. Now, what sucks is that Richard is it Richard Kelly? The he director? made nothing good after. He that. made nothing afterwards. So he made Southland Tales, which is uh, awful. <laughs> which is some people love it because it's so bad, but it's a mess. Of a movie, even though the cast is really good. For, and then like, you had S. Darko. Yeah, so yeah, like S. Southland Darko? Tales is yeah. a mess. They did film some of Southland Tales in Hermosa Beach, so that's kind of cool. Oh, but cool. other than that, like I kind of it kind of sucks that he kind of like I was thinking about this last week, like for a question of the day on G Rules, like what director had like a really good start and then fell off, and he would be one of them. 
like it kind of sucks that he never really had another good movie after Donnie Darko. That's true. Sucks or maybe he only had one good idea. I don't know. That kind of sucks though. It could happen to the best of us. So my num and that's he's not the best of any. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> um, I love how you stop messages just to reiterate that point. <laughs> so my number my, my number nine is kind of what replaced uh not what replaced Donnie Darko, but because of movie replaced it. Donnie Darko was supposed to be on my number nine, but American Psycho is my number nine. Okay. Well, that's a good one. It's the first time I ever saw Christian Bale. And I thought he was fucking nuts. It was pretty psycho. It was. Yeah, man. I thought it was really good. I thought it was really well made. And um, I rewatched it like a few months ago, and I did never notice that uh, Jerry Little's paw. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And I love the fact that he really didn't kill anybody. That the fact that the part that makes him crazy is that he believes he kills all these people. But when you get to the end and you find out he didn't kill anybody, it just shows like how nuts he really is. Yeah. So the term, like for me, it's more of like he's not just a murderer. He's literally nuts. He's a psychopath. Yeah. So I thought that was really a nice little twist. Um, The music is great because I love Back to the Future. <laughs> And I love uh, Huey Lewis, so the fact <laughs> the fact that they, incorpor- they incorporated that is really good. And I show I think it showed a lot of range too. With um, I don't know if you knew this, but Christian Bale was originally his first movie was in a Disney movie. Really? Which one? The news- New- Newsies. 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 Uh, yeah. Um. So the fact that you like he's what like a teenager in there, and he goes like it shows the range that he goes from that to yeah. like American Psycho. And I just thought it was very well made. I know G loves the sequel. I don't. I hate it. It's terrible. Is that the one with Mila Kunis? Mila yes, it Kunis. is. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> American Psycho is my number nine. Awesome. Lou? I'm up. My, my number nine is uh, I took the gen round and I cheated. And it's not really a cheat. <laughs> it's not really. <laughs> Listen, man. Don't, cheat next time. don't mention it and just do it. <laughs> That's, yeah, how, that's, that's how it works. I don't really consider this a cheat, though, because I mean, both movies, you put them together, it's literally just one long, big movie, but it's Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2. Oh. Eh. Okay, that one I will... That's, See? That's fair. It's fair that's to fair. pile them together when it's no, all in well, the, that, within the same. No, because there's supposed to be one movie. There's I get... one movie. My Girl and My Girl 2 is not supposed to be one movie. Well, maybe. Maybe in <laughs> someone's world it was, and yeah, they cut it. No, but yeah, this has some of the best, like, <laughs> so fighting I, scenes yeah. and stylistically done that I've ever seen. Like, um, I especially like the part when she, uh, she goes to that mother's house and they start fighting when her kid comes home. Oh, like, that was, the box? That's yeah, the there scene. we go. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> that was fantastic. The, the Lucy, the Lucy Lou, uh, fight was, I realized was after one. watching Kill Bill 1 and 2 in Pulp Fiction that Uma Thurman only makes good movies when she's with Tarantino. Yeah. Definitely. Wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. Nah, Gattaca, well, is good. I like Gattaca. Uma Gattaca is really good, actually. What else? I agree Damn with it. that. But Uma Thurman was, the, was like the best thing about Batman for a really long time, and they dated. Just so you know. Interesting. Yeah, that's, maybe that was his muse for a little bit. Well, there you go. Uh, you know the cool thing about the the fight scenes in Kill Bill, like especially the opening scene. Like it seems like there aren't. I can't spot like stunt doubles. Like it seems like you're watching the two actors go at it. Like in those fight scenes, and they're really well done too. No, yeah, that was stylistically, they're some of the best fight scenes. Did they I've film seen. everything together? They probably did. It looked, it looked like it was I, think, it, I think they did. Yeah, because this is the only Tarantino movie that has back to, that comes out back to back years. Yeah, I'm pretty. Because it was because it was intended to be one movie, right? Like one way long too movie. fucking long. 
Yeah, that would have been that would have been horrible. I don't know if I could have sat through. Because it's a four-hour movie if they put it together. Exactly. Now I would watch it at home, maybe as one movie. And it's still like just watching it. Nothing yeah, it's still fantastic. Been, nothing could have really been cut. To Tarantino doesn't it. really have a bad movie. But it's kind of cool though really, because yeah. Volume Two, like even if it would have been like if it was one movie, it kind of be weird, I guess, because Volume Two is so stylistically different from Volume One. Like it, like the way it looks is completely different, almost. Not that much. I feel like the only like weak part that the both movies have was um when she was like doing the training with the sword. That kind of lagged a little bit for me. Oh, see, those things are funny though. The one with the the Asian dude. The... Yeah, yeah. Oh, those things are hilarious. Yeah, I, I just felt I, I just felt like it went on a little bit way too long. But other <laughs> he kept, than that, like, flipping, his, flipping his like uh, beard around. Oh, so good. Yeah. <laughs> other, <laughs> other than that, though, fantastic movies and they, yeah, I count them as one. So that's, that's why like, I guess my I number nine. Good. All right, Jen, what is your number nine? My number nine is my big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> what was that? That's a new sound. <laughs> I can't. I'm just going to make like a compilation of G sounds. You can uh, you can give them out at Christmas time it makes, to all it your friends. so much money, too. I don't understand. Oh, you don't like the first one either? No. No, it's not even that funny. It is funny. I don't know. I guess I can I like relate the first to it one. because, I didn't like, like the second one you know, you have family members that are very, like, intrusive into your life. And uh, no offense to my family, but, yeah, they all up in your business. And uh, I don't know. It was just I always found it really funny. Like, I, it was a good story. It was original. Um, Nia Vidralos, she wrote it. She directed it. Um from her own life. I don't know. It's funny. You have the father, put some Windex on it. It'll cure anything. You have, you know, her her relationship with John Corbett is adorable in it. It's just a romantic comedy. Joey Fatone is funny in it. He's in that too. Andrea Martin is actually the only one I found funny. I like the scene where she's talking about having the bubopsy. Yeah, the bubopsy. <laughs> she's like, you know, Ann Vula, she's, she's great. Like, the whole movie as a whole, I thought it was good. Um, Number two is not that great, though. Number two yeah, is garbage. Number two and is the worst so, movie so I saw last year. I was year. really... I tried you didn't do, like, the My Girl treatment. And no, I can't. <laughs> so, I think, first of all, like, I think I would have liked to, at the time when this came out, I would have liked to see a part two, but I think they waited too long. I think it was, like, 14 years after, so I felt like yeah. it was just, it was too long, and it didn't deliver the same, and it kind of sort of repeated certain patterns that I was like, eh, it's not as it's not as funny as the first one. And I had to sit next to David in the theater watching this, and like you don't even know the the face like, he had the entire like, time. Entire time. <laughs> so he was just like garbage. grunting and like Hot shaking garbage. his leg, like trying to get shaking out of the there, leg. and he was just not happy. So that also like added to my not. Good experience with the film. The fact that it wasn't the good. The first one made three hundred and fifty-six million dollars worldwide. That is it was crazy. funny, and it cost five million to make. I guess it's just funny because there's like you know that you can kind of equate. You don't have to have a Greek family, but you can equate that to somebody in your family. Yeah. Well, why like, she continue you... to milk that idea? Because she did my big fat Greek life, which was a TV show that lasted a few episodes, based <laughs> on the movie, and then she oh, did yeah. the second one. Does she, she have no other ideas? She tried to Vin Diesel that shit in she's franchise. Done a few, she's done a few other movies. She did this movie, I think it's called Valentine or something, and John Corbett came back. Obviously, they're not playing the same characters. The, so one, with, different. the one with Denise Richards? The horror movie. I thought you were like, I'm like, what? No, no, not the horror movie. No, I actually like that horror movie. Oh. I forgot what year was that. So bad. Yeah, with David Boreanaz and Jessica so Capshaw. Bad. 
and Denise no, Richards. Wait, no, it's it's bad, but it's fun. It's like it's a really bad, fun movie. Bad but good. Um, no, yeah. it was like another one. I forgot, but it has to do with Valentine's Day. Uh, so yeah, that's my number nine. No. All right, G, top that. <laughs> I don't know if I could top my big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> I don't think you can. <laughs> I don't think it's possible. Uh, so my number nine. Hold on, I gotta pull the list back up. One second. Uh, my number nine is Minority Report. Oh. Fuck! I forgot about that one. That's, That's a, a good uh, one. It's a good choice. Very solid sci-fi action movie. Uh, you know, it's hard to for Steven Spielberg to make anything bad in that kind of genre, and I. It's just a really solid, like sci-fi action movie. Tom Cruise, really, like even though it's typical Tom Cruise, but he's very good in it. Uh, Colin Farrell's good in it too. But really, really good special effects that still hold up. Um, I actually watch that movie a lot more than people think I do. Like I, uh, uh, I don't really typically like a lot of sci-fi movies like all the time. Like I do like the ones I do like I really like, but uh, that one I can watch like over and over again. It's really good. And it's not a short movie. It's kind of long, but I think it still holds up really well. Hey, quick question, man. What? How often do people think you watch this movie? Because that was a wild statement. <laughs> No, I watch it a lot. I know, but you said <laughs> you watch it more than people think I do. How often yeah, do they think I do. you do? Like, no, like, no, there are there are a list of movies that if my friends were like, okay, these are the movies he watches a lot, and they would name a bunch of those, and they would forget my movie report. They wouldn't even think to mention it. Okay. I thought they were like, maybe twice a week he watches it. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it's Monday. Like, it's what, kind of, what kind of repetition do you have down there, man? <laughs> so my number eight and number seven, I'm going to pack them up together. Because they are Pixar movies. Okay. And my number eight is Wally. Wally. Oh, Wally. And number seven is The Incredibles. There you go. So uh, I'm just waiting for the G to say something before. Ever made. <laughs> just say it. I like the I like The Incredibles. No, what about Wally? It's it's pretty good. I. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. I just I I think like a lot. <laughs> I think stumped. a lot of their stuff like. A lot of their newer stuff is good, but it's, like, so overrated. Like, people keep a lot of praise on it that I don't think it's, like, I don't know. It's just me. Well, I think Wally incorporates on, like, what society goes through right now. Like, it's, I think it yeah. incorporates, like, we're so dependent on technology. We're so dependent on, like, things being done for us. Yep. We're, like, such an entitled civilization now. And I think Wally incorporates that so well. And we're obese and we're lazy and we don't really care about like our health at this point what and i think Wa- i think wally incorporates that very well and i think it's you know the fact that yeah kids are gonna look at wally and eva like this cute little these cute little robots but i think it has to do with that and on top of you know the the social message that is trying the social commentary that it has it's an adorable love story with wally and eva That's so cute because yeah. wally is like this ugly ass robot and it's not ugly <laughs> Compared to Eva, he, he looks like well, uh, he looks like Johnny Five from Short Circuit. Yeah, he's so cute. Eva, okay, so she's like he's slick dusty. and modern, and yeah. he's a little more traditional. He's dusty and, old and he and can't talk. But he's garbage. so cute, though. Yeah, so cute. Be nice. I do think it's adorable when he talks. Yeah. That one yeah. word he said, yeah. and he just opens he up his phone. Yeah. She oh didn't. God, she didn't. <laughs> She didn't see Wally what? until me either. So I didn't actually. I didn't. Oh. And 
And then The Incredibles, like what I've said before, and then what Lewis reiterated before, it's the best Fantastic Four movie of all time. I can't wait for the sequel. The fact that the sequel takes place right after the first one. Oh, really? It does? Yes. So they're not going in the future when uh, the little baby's older. So that's going to be so fun. I think The Incredibles was entertaining from top to bottom. And I think even like Samuel L. Jackson's character was interesting and fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, I was actually surprised I didn't throw in a motherfucker. And I like the villain's motive. He actually <laughs> did have a motive for what he was doing. That would have been epic if he did, though. What? Throw, yeah, throw, probably, throw probably, in a motherfucker. Probably three one in, and they just had to cut it. Like if you're just like just riffing in the like recording studio, and they're like, hey, you can't say that, man. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I think Pixar. I mean, despite what G is saying about later Pixar, I think Pixar was still hitting home runs. Even in the early 2000s and yeah, to late were. 2000s, so yeah, number eight is the, is Wally. Number seven is the Incredibles. Lou, what's right. your number eight? Uh, my number eight is District Nine. Well, that was uh, my. What's what should have been the Halo movie? It should have been a Halo movie. It was the first of all the CGI in that movie was way ahead of its time. That agreed movie was fantastically made. The story was pretty interesting, um, as far as like treating. Basically, aliens, kind of like immigrants, and just kind of like the matter we have towards them. So that was a pretty interesting message as far as like an alien movie we got. Uh, the sci-fi aspect was great. The like I said, the the visual effects were out of this world, and it was just overall it was a very entertaining movie, and it kind of it kind of dwelled into our social issue while masking it with an alien movie and it and it's another thing. dark knight effect because it was nominated for best picture in a year after dark knight when it stretched out the time because yeah. that movie would have never been nominated for best picture if it was just five so yeah that director sure. fell off too yeah he did he, uh, he made he did chappie a, he did elysium chappie, was, chappie wasn't that bad and elysium was good Chappie movie was more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's probably of the three. That was probably the worst one, but it wasn't bad. All right, Jen. Ooh, uh, let's see. Ooh. Chappie, <laughs> was, Chappie was actually the only movie that didn't like Hugh Jackman's character. Oh, I love Hugh Jackman. No, but his character in Chappie was like the first time I hated him in a movie. What's your number I've never eight? Hated Hugh Jackman. Wow. My number eight is Almost Famous. Oh, it's so low. It is a little low, but it's so in. <laughs> I do like a lot of them. I, I, the ones I have before, I like a little bit better. I mean, it's not that I like better; it's just that I can watch more. But Almost Famous is fantastic. It's such a good movie. Um, music is great. The music is yeah. Once awesome. A day <laughs> the cast is great. The before story, A-Rod. the narrative, everything. <laughs> um, I think right, Cameron Crowe directed it. Yeah. Um, you Based know, partly on his life. Yeah, you you have a little bit of everybody. You got Philip Seymour Hoffman, who's great in this. You have Billy Crudup, Kate Hudson. Love Billy Crudup. Uh, Zoe Deschanel plays his sister. Uh, Frances McDormand the uh, mom, yeah. is the mom. Um, it's just it, it's a fun movie too. I think there's you know there's the fun parts and then oh Faruza Balk is in this too. Uh, there's the fun and then there's the Oscar. real serious of it. Um, but, you know, I mean, what kid wouldn't want to do what he did? Ride around and, and write, uh, be kind of a groupie and write while they're with a band on the road. And, uh, yeah. Hang out with Pete Payne. That's so good. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> all right. G? Uh, well, another, another thing about that movie, real quick. Uh, 
I feel like Kate Hudson has not lived up to that promise that she showed in that film. Like, she hasn't she really been great, that great yeah. since. No, she's done, like, Bride Wars and... She did a lot of bad romantic comedies. Other I bad like the skeleton, ones. I guess. But, I like, like How to never... Lose a Guy in 10 Days, but it is a romantic comedy, so... Like, she was nominated for an Oscar, and it's crazy that she hasn't really, like... Done anything since, yeah. Yeah, done of significance. Unless you count nine. All right, Jeeve, what's up next for you? Uh, My number eight is uh, Mystic River. That's so depressing. (laughs) So sad. It's very depressing, but it's really good, though. Yeah, true. I I usually don't like a ton of Clint Eastwood movies. Like I, I, I think I made a comment that it feels like Clint Eastwood doesn't have like his own kind of visual style. Like I don't feel like I'm watching when I'm watching a Clint Eastwood movie. I don't feel like I'm watching a Clint Eastwood movie. But I mean, apparently, but he's really good with actors, and he pulls a lot of great performances out of Sean Penn and Tim Robbins, Laura Linney, Marshall Gay Harden. Uh, like just a really solid, solid movie. It is very depressing, but like, you know, if that subject matter hits you that hard, I mean, he did something right. Agreed. Love I. Thought the movie was great as well. Yeah, Lou, number seven. Oh, number oh, because you did yours number seven already. Okay, uh, mine is Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was. Oh, I, I was waiting a, for. I, I guess he liked it. Um, it's my favorite Harry Potter movie. Really? Yeah. Yes. My yeah. favorite will be on next week's list. Yeah. Spoiler. Sorry, I didn't, mean, I didn't mean to speak for you, but yes. <laughs> next, next week's list uh, will have my second favorite. Cool. So yeah. Part one or part two? We'll see. Okay. Um. Can we, wait, pre- can we just count those? Wait, could we count that as one big movie? I guess, but that's like I guess yeah. Well, I'll I'll, I'll let that one slide. It's we're gonna like we're go- gonna call it the the my girl effect from now on. So nope. I, uh, no. Oh, that's a my good one. No, we can, can we call go it the kill bill. bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> my girl! I started it. I'm the pioneer here. I was the rebel that went against David. There you go. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is the when Harry Potter took a turn for the dark, and I loved it. As I say, with shit man, I still like the first and second one. The first and second one are no, good. No, the first one's the first not garbage. I like the first and second one, garbage, but like this is so when and cheesy and way too long. This is the movie that made me want to pay attention even more to the series. Did you know? I mean, I agree with you. The third one is a lot shorter in length. Did you know? Because G was talking about the second one. The second one is almost three hours long. Yeah, and it's long as hell. Oh, God. It's so good though. I fell asleep the first time I saw it. Oh man, I don't know, man. I I agree with you and Lou with saying that it's the one that changed everything, and I agree. It's the one that took the changed the tone. Yeah. But man, they're all good. Yeah, they are. I don't think they're all. There's I can watch. I can watch other movies. And yeah. Be happy, yeah. She's like, nah, man. Chill. <laughs> no, no. if, if I had a Harry Potter marathon, I would definitely skip the first two. I wouldn't even care. But like, like, you yeah, would know why. You know what happened the first two years. There you go. Well, I already do, and it wasn't that interesting. So I'll just <laughs> go straight to year three. <laughs> Actually, no, because in part two, Tom Riddle's diary is important for later. So you kind of do need to see part two to know oh, what's yeah, going yeah, on. True. That is true. I, I mean, I've seen them all, so I don't need to watch them. <laughs> <laughs> kind of already know. <laughs> all so right. I can just start with Prisoner of Azkaban. Any other thoughts on Azkaban? Uh, no, I, mean, I like the time there, travel. There'll be more Azkaban. later. Yeah, I, mean, I like the time travel Azkaban. And yeah, we'll get to we'll it just, more later. All right. Jen? Uh, my number seven yes. Yes. is Walk the Line. Nope. That made an honorable mention. I forgot to mention it, but yeah, so, I forgot. That's a good movie. I just 
this whole movie is just really, really good. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix does a great job, I think, playing Johnny Cash. Reese Witherspoon is great as June Carter Cash. Uh, The music is fantastic. Um, I I think it was a really... It's one of my favorite biopics. So if we ever do an episode on our top ten favorite biopics, this would be one of them up there. I uh, I think they captured him in a good light. Uh, in the sense of like they were more realistic. Now I don't know Johnny Cash personally, personally, and I don't know, you know, where they took like their certain liberties with things. But I think they portrayed him as human. They they you know they didn't try to like sugarcoat who he was as a person and what he went through and their relationship. Um, and you know especially the way he treated his first wife and and everything going on the road. Um, but I, I think they did a really good job and the music is great. Like I think Joaquin and Reese did a fantastic job, uh, singing the, the songs and, um, yeah. Walk the Sucks. Line. That came out the wrong year. Who beat him? Who beat him that year? Jamie Foxx. Ugh. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, that's, okay. that's that was a rough year. I think, you know what I'm, my, my thing is Jamie Foxx is nominated twice, so they should have just given it to him for collateral and given it to Joaquin for for Walk the Line. Well, who won supporting that year? Uh, that I don't remember. Because, like, I mean, I, he was good in collateral, too. So, I mean, I, I would have been okay if he won a supporting actor. Awesome. Yeah, so. But, I mean, it is what it is. All that right. movie made me want to learn more about their relationship, too. Because I really didn't know much about Johnny Cash and her uh, and June Cash at all before I saw it. Other than hearing a few songs that I knew were by him. Yeah, um, I knew. It made me want to learn more about them, which was like a good sign of like any good biopic. I think I really it's... didn't know that much about her, but I knew more about him. But after the movie, I was like obsessed. Like I was like, oh, I gotta listen to more music, and and I would be stoked to go visit the Johnny Cash Museum. It's in uh, Nashville, and so that's on my bucket list. Nice. And that's Weezer this room's best performance, I think, as an actress. I, I think so. I agree. Yeah, she kills in that movie. She's really yeah. good. All right, G. Number six. No, number already? seven. Number seven. God, I was like, you guys are scaring me. No, no, no. Right. no. You're up. Okay, so number seven. Uh, my number seven is going to make Dave mad, but it's Uh-oh. Crash. Ew, bro. That's fucking gross. That's just fucking disgusting. I told you. I, know, I, told, I actually told Jen when you were like, I think you were in the bathroom. Off the line, like, oh, yeah. That, that, oh, that's fucking gross, dude. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> Crash, Crash is a little amazing. severe. All right, silly. There you go. We mean it's silly. I'm always fine at best. God, oh, it's so good. You guys suck. I don't think <laughs> okay. I don't think I've ever seen Crush. It's fine. It's the epitome of fine. <laughs> when you talk about Oscar winners, it's fine. <laughs> it's the epitome of fine. Wait, what I... don't you like about it? That's what I want to get into. I just think Brokeback Mountain is a much better film. That it is not. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> It's not. All right. I all right. I I, I don't want to spoil anything for Lou. That scene towards the end with the gun and the shop owner. Yeah. The, the bodega owner. Powerful moment. Not for it me. It was powerful. It was a very powerful moment. It's it's. And you can't say some... why it's not because you can't spoil it. Yeah, you know what I'm gonna say, but I I can't. Well, you know. why can't he spoil it? The movie no, has been out. No, already. he hasn't seen it. Oh, Louis. Sorry. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Hi, uh, <laughs> and that's a big part of the movie, uh, well, so I can't. In 2004, so I'm you sorry. Probably together. If you get a chance to see it, we'll discuss it more oh, in depth. Oh, why don't you just take off your headphones and you won't there hear it? There you 
Wait, but I'm, he's right Oh, there. yeah, duh. Never mind. Like, oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> that, that just... Oh, I almost did it, too. <laughs> that's amazing. That, that don't work. No, except we're sitting next to each other. Man, I don't even want to acknowledge that you're in your top oh, ten. I'm sorry. That was funny. Oh, what? but Crash was... Oh, man. I, like, I, I don't know. I have a friend that feels the same way you do. He thinks it's garbage. Wasn't well. it Hustle like, and Flow year? year? That wasn't Hustle and Flow year. I'll take yeah. Hustle and Flow over Crash any day. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, but they're two different movies. Whoop, yeah, one's trick. really good and one's fine. so good, dude. Whoop that so trick. Good. There you, it, it, uh, Sandy Newton is really good in it. Terrence Howard's really good. It, that one, that really won an good. Oscar. It did. What? Three Six Mafia has an Oscar. Uh, yeah, they do. Lorenz Tate is good in it. Ludacris is in Taraji, it. Taraji, hello. Taraji Brandon P. Frazier, Henson is in Brandon Crash. Just is no, in not it. Crash. I'm oh. sorry. Hustle and Flow. I thought we were still on that. Taraji P. Henson is in Hustle and Flow. Yes. Yeah, she's yeah. A, she's hello. A, speaking oh, of Empire, did you? We were watching. <laughs> we're uh speaking of uh Empire, we we're watching the Mighty Ducks. Did you know that Wait, what? What kind of <laughs> Oh oh because because Jesse we realized that Jesse Smollett is actually in, in the Mighty, Mighty Ducks. Ducks. He's one of the he kids. He's Terry Hall. He's Terry Hall. His uh his sister's an actress too. She right. is, she was on Family Matters. I haven't seen Empire yeah. for a while. And she was in uh Eve's Bayou and like she's done, and she was on that show Underground that just got cancelled. Uh, and uh, oh, she's in that really. Who's awful Jesse again? In Empire, I forgot their name. Jesse? Yeah. Oh, Jesse. Is he the oldest kid? Oh uh, no, he's uh, he's, he's the, middle the middle one. Right? The middle one. He's the only one the that I can character. stand. The gay one. Jamal. He's Jamal. A, he's, okay. No, Jamal one. is okay, the young the one. one. Cool. No, game, isn't oh, Jamal's the young one? Yeah, Jamal is the baby one. Uh, the middle one is. Or is his name? Or is his name Hakeem? I can't. I'm getting so. That's confused. not. No, Hakeem. you're right. Oh, you're Hakeem right. Is Hakeem is the young one. Jamal's yeah. the middle one, and I don't, I don't even know the older one. Yeah, Jamal's name. the only one I could stand. Dre. Hakeem is the worst Andre. on that show. No, he's awful. I I think they model him after Chris Brown. Probably. <laughs> it seems like Chris like, Brown. Hate... Chris Brown is Soldier Boy in one body. God, it's terrible. <laughs> so yeah, so, yeah. Jamal Hakeem and the oldest brother is named Andre. So yeah. there you go. So Crash. That, that dude got issues. Who's gonna? Who's actually married to Boo Boo Kitty? He is. He's married to who? He's married to Grace Byers. Lucky yeah. Him. Yeah. No, she's hot. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, she Straight is. Buyers, Google she is. <laughs> so yeah, Crash number seven. You, uh, yeah, you guys are haters though, because Crash is amazing. Garbage. I'm not hating. <laughs> oh no, Jim was just kind of quiet. I'm I never, on I never your seen side. it, so can't hate. Oh good, but Lou's never seen it, and Dave just like. I agree with your boy. <laughs> I agree with your boy. Yeah, he says fine at best. <laughs> oh, no. he the epitome, he, he's the, the epitome of fine. <laughs> All right. My number six is maybe the second best performance of the decade. Okay. There will be six. blood. There will be blood. Yes. Not bad. Uh, I can't say too much because I want Jen to see it and she hasn't seen it. So I haven't seen it in a while. Can't, do you think, talk about it. Just talk about it. No, no. Forgotten, like, do you think that Dan, you know, do you think that's Daniel Day, Do you up. think that Daniel Day Lewis's best performance out of his three Oscars? Or do you think? I gotta, re- I gotta revisit it. I, I, it I think he's time. so fucking good in that movie. And at the end of that movie, in the when, in the where he, oh, I don't want to get into it. But you know what I'm talking about, right? I think so. Yeah. The yeah. End, the end scene. I think that's so powerful. The end scene. Um, I mean, I don't know. I I love There Will Be Blood. I don't really, you know. Want to get too much into it? Do you guys do you guys enjoy it as much as I do, or it, it didn't make my list? So no, God but... damn it! <laughs> I put it... I didn't put it on mine either. It's not a bad movie though. Sorry, <laughs> no, it's better no. than fine. It's not the epitome of fine. <laughs> it's, not, it's definitely not the epitome of fine. 
It's the epitome of fun. <laughs> Crash. It should be in a blue. It's on a Blu-ray cover. So it's David Gonzalez from <laughs> Real Talking. <laughs> I'm sorry, I like the movie with the all-star cast. <laughs> My bad. Fan Forsick had a good cast. No, it didn't. Who? What did? It did not have a good cast. Yeah. Fantastic it had, Four. It had, it had, it had, it had a good cast. It had a cast. Michael B. Jordan. It had a cast. No, it didn't have a good Miles cast. Miles Teller. That's... Come on, man. That was a that, solid cast. That kid cast. from Billy Elliot. What's his name? <laughs> What's the kid from Billy Elliot? That, oh, Jamie uh, Bell? Yeah, Jamie Bell. And then poor Kate Mara, who was just abused by the director because he didn't want her to be in it. <laughs> and she had a horrible wig. <laughs> yeah, that was awful, too. There's a lot of bad things about that movie. Yeah. That was a terrible it could have been wig. So, it could have been so good, too. It's like, we're uh, fantastic. What? Say that again? <laughs> so, yeah, there will be blowers by number six. Lou, what's your number six? My number six is The Hangover. Cool. Uh, Dave forgot about this movie. I just couldn't. No, I wouldn't have put it anyway. You I can't put it? I can't put a com- I can't really. I have a hard time putting a what? comedy in my. No. Wow. But the Hangover was hysterical. Oh, I thought it was hysterical it was, as well. It That movie, when it came out, it made me laugh more than any other movie in like, the past like five years prior to that one. And that was like every scene was like it just kept adding to it, adding to it. As far as like when you find out he got married to a hooker, to when they they it was multiple like car accidents randomly in that movie. The the Asian dude, uh, Ken, uh, what's Ken his Ken Cho, Ken, Ken Chung, uh, Cho, I think. Y'all know who we're talking about, but he was motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the funniest one in the movie, though. He's not the funniest one in the movie. I think Zach Galifianakis, Zach Galifianakis is fucking hysterical in that a, movie. We are the wolf pack. You know what's funny? Like, we were watching it the other, a couple of weeks ago, and I think the part where he, uh, where him and Phil go to the casino is hysterical because I yes. love Rain Man. Yep. She's never, Jen's never seen Rain Man. So I'm here laughing, and she's like, where is this from? <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I knew that. Oh, my God. He is lying. With a four best friend. But no, I knew that. I knew it was from I'm thinking, Rain Man. Uh, I'm going to get shit for this probably, but I prefer Bridesmaids. Over Hangover? You are. Yeah, I, nah, I actually laughed yeah. more during Bridesmaids than I did with Hangover. Nah, you're Bridesmaids is funny. I guess with Bridesmaids, like it gets a little raunchier at certain parts, and you're like, that's not usually expected from like... From ladies? Yeah. What are Although, the, basically the same movie, if you want to say raunchy, Girls Trip is a little more raunchier than Bridesmaids. I still haven't seen that. It's it really good. good. What movie? Girls, Girls Trip. Girls Trip. Girls we saw Trip. It. Oh yeah, Girls Trip is good. It's really. I was good. actually really surprised about like much. I Aren't enjoyed they it. all funny? Or no, like, they're not all funny. No, the best one oh. is Dina. Which one's Dina? Dina's that's the a ratchet one. Yeah. No, she's terrible. No, but she's the best one. That's that's <laughs> the, the one that's everyone, funny. Everyone's giving her the most praise out of all of them. I don't no, know if you guys noticed this from Dave Hands yet, down. but Dave does not like anything ratchet. Like Queen Latifah, <laughs> like Queen Latifah's more serious. She's not really there for like the comedy. Jada Pinkett's there to be more of a serious character too. And then uh who is it, Regina? It's Hall? kind of gee, it's like right? kind of a reverse of she's like not... collateral collateral beauty. Remember last year we were talking about it, like the trailer yeah, yeah. was misleading. It's this is misleading yeah, this too misleading because it is funny, but it's more there's a serious tone to it as well. But no, it's it, Girls Trip is really good. So if anyone hasn't seen it yet, definitely go out. I saw in the trailer it. that there's a token white girl in the movie. Or Kate Walsh is in it. Well, she realize. plays she plays like her agent, so <laughs> she's not really in it like that. Like she's not part like, of the girl clique. She's, she's like just phrases, there as a token character. black guy, token white guy. But she is. She's <laughs> okay, the token white girl. I swear, like, all those movies. So like in uh, what the what movie is it? Uh, God damn it! Uh, it's based oh. on that Steve Harvey book. Uh, oh, think like, like a man. Think like a man. They have like the black guys have like a random white friend. And I no, like no, but like, like <laughs> that's that's like, oh, uh, Jerry Ferrara. That. No, not and Jerry Ferrara. Like, You're talking about the other one. 
the other one. The one that's not really in the clique. That's not really in a relationship. Ke- I guess I can't remember. Kevin Owens? Yeah. No, I it's like so. Kevin Owens. That's, wow. like, that's, <laughs> a that's a wrestler. That's a wrestler. And then the second one, they give, like, Adam Brody is in it as one of, like, the black dude's college friends. Like, for no reason. Yeah, Gary Owen. He's hysterical in stand-up, too. Gary Owen is hysterical, and he plays a token well, white they, guy. Well, there's a token black guy. Wait, that's in, just talking about what? Think like a man. He's well, a token white guy. If we go to token black like guys, there's like a, a token black guy in Hangover. better than think like Who's a man. Token black guy the other Doug. Oh, Don Cheeto? Yeah. yeah. No, not Don Cheeto. Wasn't Don Cheeto? Oh, in the Hangover. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know what movie I was thinking about. Yeah, the other Doug. This guy. Um. Oh, that's funny. Is it D-Ray? I don't. Who, who was the other Doug? I don't know. It's the other Doug. Uh, hold on. Oh man. No, who, why did I think Don Cheeto? <laughs> what comedies is Don Cheeto in? Uh he has been. Uh, hmm. You gotta, you gotta give me a second to think about that, but he has. I feel like he's strictly serious all the time. So yeah, if you ever want to torture Dave, just let him sit through like an episode of Love and Hip Hop. It just, oh, oh, Mike Epps. That, it's like, that's ratcheting. Mike Epps, please. Mike Epps, there Black we go. Doug. Mike Epps, there you go. Mike, Mike Epps. I don't even know who that is. You don't oh, know Mike who, Epps. Mike no. Friday. Day-day. Day-day. But, uh, yeah. so yeah, the hangover is your number six, right? Don Cheeto. All right. Don Cheeto. I don't know what I came from. <laughs> next Don next Don time you guys check out the hangover, just remember Don Cheeto stars in the hangover. <laughs> stars, okay. That he's not in it. Ugh, Don Cheeto was in Hotel for Dogs. There we go. There's comedy. I think you were going to say Hotel Rwanda. I was like, that's not a comedy. <laughs> uh, since we are talking about Don Cheeto, fun fact. Her number six is no, Hotel Rwanda. it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, but I was going to drop a TV that was, fact. That was better than your segue. <laughs> what was it? Speaking of Empire, Empire, the Mighty Dogs. Yeah. Like, well, no, because it's true. It really had to do with Empire, so, though. Don Cheadle, when he was getting started in his career, actually was cast in The Golden Palace. And The Golden Palace is a sequel, a spinoff uh, to The Golden Girls. So, fun fact, Don Cheadle has a connection to The Golden Girls. He was also on Kendrick Lamar's video for uh, DNA, which he did pretty good. I haven't oh. seen it. It's a good video. Good. Yeah, another video you should check out uh, features your favorite movie. Jay-Z came out with the music video for La La Land. Or, How I mean, is it? Moonlight. How is which, it? you know. Uh, it's very good. He he actually uses a bunch of like the recent, like more current black comedians, and they do like a spinoff of Friends. Oh, that's cool. And it, it's like very subliminal messages all throughout. It's a very good video. Check it out. Uh, Dude, Don Cheadle was in the Meteor Man. Sorry, he was, he was. Dude, can I admit that I enjoy Meteor Man? I do too. I didn't know that. And he was on Picket Fences for like two years. He was on TV. He was- yeah. Well, he does uh, House, House of Lies. Lies. Yeah. I love House that. of Lies. He was in Volcano. Now, let's see how Jen tops the hangover. So, my number six actually follows Lou's uh, comedy route. So, the 40-year-old virgin. Oh, oh nice. I forgot about the 40-year-old virgin. I fucking forgot about it. Damn it. It's my <laughs> number movie. six. Oh, maybe a comedy would have made. Another, one, another comedy. It's, uh... It's hilarious, and it has such a good cast with everyone that's in it. It has like everyone. Uh, one of the like everyone that's Dave's in it. Dave's comedian, as always, Kevin Hart. He's in it. Kevin Hart's not in that movie. Yeah, he is. Yes, he is. Where he's, he's, where he argue, he's he argues the, in the, the boyfriend, story. right? Oh, he's with in the, it for like two seconds, yeah, though, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's a funny he's scene, really still. He's just like there. But Steve Carell, you know, Paul Rudd. Kevin Hart. That was one of the funny scenes, man. Seth Rogen. Everyone's in this movie. You know what? I love the chemistry with the Indian guy. And the black guy? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, they're funny. They're so funny together. And Jane the, Lynch is in it. Wasn't the Indian guy in um, Zack and Mary? Yeah, yeah. because he's worked he, with Judd Apatow yes. before. They all kind of like end up working together movies, yeah. and like mad cameos. Um, so yeah, the forty year old virgin, a young Cat Dennings is in it. She's the teenage daughter. Everything in that movie is good, I think. Um, but yeah, it's, Dude, it's funny. Of, uh, you can still watch yeah. it, and it's hilarious. Yep. And for those yeah, that Jane haven't, Lynch really quick, uh, Jane Lynch, and I forgot to like mention this as I would mention because I do think role models is hilarious. But Jane Lynch is hilarious in role models. I don't know if you've yes, ever seen. Yes, I it. have seen role models. It's that really funny. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, her character is like she has the best lines. Like, See, I'm good like, with comedies. She, I like role models. I like Forty Year Old Virgin. I like The Hangover. But they didn't make like, your list. Like Red Crashers is a good one too. Wedding Crashers. Is wow, good. Oh, Wedding yeah, Crashers is on my list. Yeah, I, love I know. Wedding I crashers. forgot. It. I'm like looking at this stuff now. I thought I did all the research. I'm like, fuck, I forgot that too. Yeah. <laughs> so right. that's my number six. G, finish off the bottom five. Alright, my number six is Zodiac. Huh. Man, you know what? I love that movie, but the fact that, you know, you really never find out who the fuck the Zodiac killer is, and I know that's well, not really... Find out in real I, life I, I know, yeah. that's, what, that's what I was getting to. I'm like, <laughs> it kind of sucks. It kind of like depressing-ass ending. It was. It is. And isn't that, and you hate long movies. That movie's like 19 hours long. Yeah, it's still, but like, it's still being filmed. I saw that movie... Real late night in the middle of a cabin in Pennsylvania by myself. It was good, right? And I was fucking scared at the end. <laughs> Why were you yeah. by yourself in a cabin? Well, I wasn't by myself in a cabin. There was people there, but they were asleep. I was just oh, the only okay, one okay. up watching the movie. Well, yeah, because you're a, a late bird. Exactly. You're like an owl. The scene, the scene where he attacks the two people that are in like the park like, by the lake. Yeah. Uh, that scene still freaks me out. It does. I don't know. I don't know if it's because it's in broad daylight. And like, it, and he gives zero fucks about what he's doing, but it's just like it—it's such an intense scene. Um, I think a lot of people didn't like Zodiac when it came out because they thought they were gonna get like a straight kind of like serial killer movie, and it was really more of a procedural kind of thing, like a little bit more straightforward. Yeah. But I, I really liked it. I like, and I mean, I love David Fincher's style, and it's like his style is all over that movie. No, that, and, I, I like it a lot. It, yeah, and it's long, but you know, it's still, it holds your interest the entire time. It almost yeah. made my top ten actually. Almost. That's his longest movie, too, right? Yeah. All right. Hitting our top five. My number five is The Departed. Nice. Ooh, Leo. Good one. Oh, with Leo. <laughs> with Leo. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? Like, the, who, who, what is that? Is that Austin Powers when, like, uh, I think it's Dr. Evil that goes, Leo, when they mention Leonardo DiCaprio? <laughs> <laughs> I can say it's probably one of the first times that I really liked one of Leo's performances. I thought he was excellent. Uh, catch me Departed. Yeah, Catch Me. Catch I like the movie more than his actual performance. In I it. think that movie is part of when we talk about him casting. He's, he's fine in it. That's probably the best combination Tom Hanks. Of casting. Wait, what yeah, happened? I said The Departed is probably the best combination of casting we've ever gotten, in my opinion. I'd have to that's sit. A good, oh, it's a good cast. Yeah, it's it's really an excellent cast. cast. I'd have to really sit down, though. Jack think Nicholson. About that. Way better than a fantastic Leo. <laughs> uh, no, he's talking about Catch Me If You Can. Oh, uh, Catch Me If You Can. What? No, I wasn't talking about The Departed. No, he was oh, about The Departed. Okay, never. <laughs> I was still on the same page. <laughs> Wait, what? When did I start talking about Catch Me If You Can? like that. I was sitting there when we started talking about Catch Me If You Can. Um, I... Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I love The Departed. Um... <laughs> So yeah, oh, Vera Farmiga is in it too. She's in. Yeah, she is. Oh, she's the yeah. the love interest, the woman, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. The lady, so yeah, I mean, uh, Mrs. Bates. 
obviously it's one of the best remakes of all time as well. Yes. And uh, nah, man, I should have been like Scorsese's third or fourth. I think it's okay. so. It's I think it's so well made. I had, I like Jack Nicholson's performance a little bit more than others. I think I a lot, he gets a lot of slack that he's like the worst in show. But I think he's he does a good it does a fine job. He definitely wasn't slummy, and I thought he was. No, nah, he was trying. Uh, he, like, he wasn't phoning it in. And I I do love the ending because you have that double twist with everyone seeing the departed here. So yes. when uh, Leo yeah. gets out of the elevator and he gets shot in the head, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> Jen cried a little bit probably. And I didn't see the, I didn't see Jen that coming because I thought he was going to get off. Shot. But then when you think Matt Damon's going to get away with it, boom! Mark Wahlberg comes out of nowhere at the end and just shoots him in the uh, head. Matt Damon plays a, such a good Dick. snake. And yeah, like, man. Just like really, every time he was on screen, I was like, Duh. so <laughs> yeah, I'm sh- I'm sure that the part is a little higher on some of your lists so i will uh-huh. i will wait to talk about it a little bit more so yeah my number five is a departed there you go Lou? my number five is inglorious bastards so i can back off that awesome my number four is inglorious bastards there you go. <laughs> it's my second favorite tarantino film yeah my... i would say that's my second too how do you see inglorious bastards with you boo <laughs> sorry <laughs> with you boo there you go man she uh. He always asks the question when he knows what the answer is. We all know the answer. He just, <laughs> exactly, like he just wants the props. You know what's funny with Inglorious Bastards? He didn't get heat for changing history. I mean, it's Tarantino. Yeah, it's his interpretation. Tarant- when it's Tarantino, I think it's interpretation. I don't think they view it as like a serious no. depiction of that era. You're gonna go to, if you're gonna go watch a Tarantino movie, you're gonna be mad he changes something. Like, come on. Oh, but you know how people are. Yeah. No, it's really good movie. I mean, I. When it first came out, I didn't think I'd be interested in it because, again, like it seemed very much like a war movie, like a like a battling no, war movie no. or something. So I didn't really, you know, really pay like much attention. But no, it's really good. I mean, it was it was great. And Christoph Waltz is oh, he's fantastic. So good. I even from the beginning in that opening scene where he's uh drinking was he drinking milk? Yeah, it was drinking milk. So. It was drinking milk with the the G- German, and he was hiding smuggling Jews, and he ends up like. Like, he's so calm. He doesn't go crazy like you'd think he would. His and, delivery is good and on the, all his lines. They were, like, downstairs, like, looking up. It's probably one of the best villains of all time. Yeah, he, he made my list. Yeah. Was that um our introduction to Michael Fassbender? Like, I was he think. in the movie before? Was that shame? before Shame? No, yeah, it was before Shame. I think Shame was, like, 2013. Was it? Okay. So, yeah, Inglorious Bastards is my number four and Lou's number five. Five. Jen. So Jen's number five. So out. my number five is Up. Nice. <laughs> one of the most depressing Pixar movies. Uh, it definitely so is cute. one of the most depressing It's definitely movies. depressing. Uh, I definitely cried when uh, I think it's Ellie died. Uh, that whole those... movie was depressing. Cause even when they try to be funny, you're like, this old man is old as fuck. I know. Ed Asner. The fat kid? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh my God! Ed Asner is the the guy, the old man. Oh. The old man. The old oh man. Jesus Christ! I love how he like jumps Doug, the <laughs> Doug the dog. He's I so like cute. Doug the dog. A little fat flip Filipino kid. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Listen, I didn't get into race and shit. I just oh, like a fat kid. Isn't it Carl? I've been no, Carl is the old man. He's Filipino. Forgot the um, what's the little kid's name now? Now I'm blanking. <laughs> fat Ed little boy. No, stop it. <laughs> Let, let me. He would. No. He would have no badges as a Boy Scout. He needs to drop some weight before he gets some badges as a Boy Russell. Scout. Russell. Russell. There you go. Doug was my favorite character. 
Doug. 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 Doug the dog. Uh, no, it's a really good movie. Um, yeah, it's a little sad at parts, but you know, in the end, he still got to have the adventure. Yeah, those and first twenty minutes are life. depressing. Well, yeah, they are pretty, pretty depressing. And but that's a long time to be sad, <laughs> especially in a long Disney time movie. To be sad. But I, I just always really liked it. Um, yeah. So up is my number five. All right. I thought, I thought it was bad when we got the intro in Finding Nemo, and then they did like, nope, we're gonna make you cry even more. Yeah. yeah seriously. All well, right. Dis- Disney, Disney likes to make you cry sometimes. They <laughs> yeah, do. I know. All right, G. What's your number five? My number five is Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. There you go. Woo! Back you the, up. Uh, back me up. <laughs> back, yeah, yeah. That wasn't as solid as my you, but uh, it'll do. <laughs> uh, I, no, I didn't want to go on like Ice Cube said, with it. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I didn't really enjoy the first two movies that much, and I was really about to tap out. Didn't really want to watch any more of them. And then I went with friends. Uh, it was actually my first midnight showing ever for any movie. I went to go see. How many people were dressed up? A lot of people were. That was like it was in Hollywood, and a lot of people were dressed up. And my I had never read the book, so my friend was like, "Dude, this is gonna be the one that'll make you like the movies because this is when stuff gets dark in the book, so it'll be good." And even from the opening, like with the Warner Brothers logo, like I knew it was gonna be a completely different movie from the other two. Oh, and it got dark. And it got dark. Shit got real. Uh, I wish that uh, director would have been able to do more of them because his style was a. very much the big selling point and a big reason why I like the movie so much. It really has a very significant and different look from the other ones. And well, I think they tried to incorporate that look in some of the other sequels after that. I was about that. to say that because I felt like the last two definitely took that style and ran with it. Yeah. And, uh, oh, that last uh, one's so good. And it also, it, it definitely has like a middle chapter feeling to it where there's like, you know, my, a lot of my friends complain about that, how nothing really happens. They think like it really feels like it is a middle chapter story. But I think it's still a solid movie, and I know that like nothing really happens in the third one. Like, well, they, you they find feel out like a there's lot. no real like yeah. There, there's stuff that happens, but it feels like it is like you do feel you like know, you're watching yeah, the yeah, you, you can. That's what I was gonna say. I think Prisoner of Azkaban is great, but you do feel like you know you're not gonna get an end to this because it's just right, another right. chapter in the movie. Like sure. Goblet of Fire. That's why Goblet of Fire holds so well for me too. Is that it's the first one that really That's the second, sets, one, second one, right? That's the fourth one. The fourth one? Okay. I think it's the first one that really sets up a finale because okay. you finally see Voldemort and, you know, we go where we go. Yeah. But, I mean, Azkaban sets that up perfectly, like, in terms of, like, the dark tone. So I'm yeah. with G on that. Yeah. All right. I already said my number four. You already said your number four. That's true. Uh, my number four is... <laughs> yeah. my number, I don't know. It's kind of cheating. Uh, I don't know if it is or not though. Okay, well You cheated twice today. This is half a cheat. This is half a cheat because my number four is Lord of the Rings. You Where's... can't put all of them no, together. No, I'm not though. Oh, but okay. They're interchangeable. Like it could be. He either can do whatever one, he wants. Basically. Like, so they, you think they're all of equal quality? For, for me, they're, really all, equal they're quality, all equal quality. Yeah, like I'm not. Okay. Yeah, so basically, just Lord of the Rings. No gotcha. subtitle. I will talk about the, that a little, yeah. in a little bit. The Two Towers is the only one I think that dragged. No, nah, I still liked it, though. I like the. I mean, the... I like it, but it definitely dragged. All right, Jen. So my number four is not Lord of the Rings, but it's Mamma Mia. He will no. go again. <laughs> Mama. Yeah, see, Lewis, Lewis feels it. Uh, I do love ABBA, though. I love I ABBA. I actually don't even think I've ever seen this movie. I love ABBA. It's with Meryl Streep, Amanda Seyfried, uh, Pierce Brosnan, Colin Firth. Oh, my God. Um, 
the what's, problem is what's that the they all can't Bill sing. No, Pierce Brosnan can't sing for shit. <laughs> you do not want him to sing. So hopefully yeah. in the sequel that they're doing now, which I don't really think it's needed, but I'm going to watch it. And There's uh, more Abba catalog to pull from? Well, there definitely is, <laughs> but they definitely like hit with all the big ones on this one. So I really don't know how they can top this, but we'll just go with it. They're, they're, I'm pretty sure they're, they were producers on this uh, film, so I'm sure they're going to do something with that, with the second one that's coming out. What is it? Mamma Mia 2 something. There's a catchy hold Mia. on, there's a catchy tagline. Mamma Mia 2, Return of the Mama. Isn't it Mamma Mia 2, Here We Go Again? I think so. Yeah, it just goes with the lyrics of the song. Is that what it is? Here We Go Again? Yeah, Here We Go Again. Yeah. That's it. Alright. <laughs> oh yeah, so Mamma Mia. So Mamma Mia. made a lot of money too. It Jeez. did. Meryl it Streep. Meryl Streep actually kind of breaks that trend when they say that like older actresses can't open movies. Yeah, no, she uh, did. She did really like good. Meryl Streep. I mean, her singing wasn't like six hundred million dollars worldwide. That's what like comic book movies make. It had a lot of appeal. I mean, it's fun. It's a musical. You had the Broadway show, um, which follows ar- along the same pattern, and I, it was a really good cast. So, oh, Christine Baranski's in it too. You have a lot of good people in it. So, Mamma Mia is my number four. How come? How come All no right. one noticed that Pierce Brosnan can sing? That's like that's, that's like the Russell oh, Crowe. It's so Broadway. bad though. Like he, I mean, I take it because whatever. It, He's fun in it in the movie, but he really, really cannot sing. I'll put a YouTube. All right, G, you got another hard one to top. Top, Mama Mia. (laughs) I'm glad I follow her. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Hey, no heat. (laughs) All right, so my number four is Almost Famous. Uh, I actually, uh, I used to watch Almost Famous a lot when we were in like high school because uh, it was actually my friend Josh, my best friend at the time. It was his favorite movie. Was did you watch and it more I, than Minority Report? I didn't watch it more than Minority Report. Yet. Did you watch? Uh, did you watch it more than they thought you watched it? This uh, <laughs> <laughs> is a different movie now. Guys. <laughs> we're on a different, uh, but I think I identify with it because like I'm a writer too, and there was like that connection, and like you know being able to like as a writer if you got the opportunity to kind of like. Be able to write for Rolling Stone and go off with a band and like you know have that be your life basically, especially when you're that young and you're still trying to like find yourself and like you really don't kind of know what you really want to do. But you know it was a really good like coming of age kind of story too. And uh, you know I think it's Cameron. I think it's uh, Cameron Crowe's best movie. Like I like it more than Jerry Maguire and some of his other stuff, and it still holds up pretty well. Cast is really good. We already mentioned like Billy Crudup and Kate Hudson and. So I just now impressed McDormand. I just think it's a really good movie, holds up really well, and it, it just like means a lot to me too on a personal level as well. Awesome. All right, my number three. So my number three is a movie that authentically captures what the aftermath of being a superstar in professional wrestling. So the my wrestler. number, th- my number three is the wrestler. Yeah. So I thought I thought. I predicted it would be around five or six for you. So I had it in next week's list. Then our Jen was like, no, it came out in 2009. And I'm like, oh, then I got to redo everything around. So I'm, as anyone that listens to this podcast knows, I'm a huge fan of wrestling. And I what? think. Do tell. Shocking. <laughs> um, and for movies like Ready to Rumble and so behind, by the garbage way. like movies that depict wrestling and what in not a fun way and not a realistic way. This movie, like, you had documentary. Excuse me? <laughs> so because wrestling is realistic. 
Well, they're real. They're as real as Gossip Girl is. There you go. So, as I was saying, or any of the <laughs> movies we talk about, or any of the shows you watch, it's really like a soap opera with athleticism. That's so, a good way to say it. It is. That's exactly how I equated it because I never watched it before David and. I was like, when it clicked for me, I was like, "Oh, this is this is just like a soap opera." Like I used to, I used to love. I mean, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Athletic ability to do half of the stuff that they do. It is circus with lines. Like I don't argue with people about it anymore. Like because I'm like outgrown it. So I've been watching it for twenty plus years. But I remember when I was younger, and the last time I really argued with someone was probably like two thousand eight, two thousand nine about this, and they were like, "Um, "You still watch that fake shit?" And I, I in return, I'm like, cause I fucking see walk z- zombies walking fucking Bergenline right now, and you watch the fucking Walking Dead. Does that make you even fucking cornier than I am? So like, it's like it's like the comparison of like people are like are short minded when it comes to like wrestling. But anyway, the wrestler like you had ever heard of Beyond the Mat? I've heard of yeah. it. Yeah. So it's a good documentary, but it really it it's very pretentious, and it's like. It's very self-serving, I think, in a lot of ways. But this movie shows the realism. Like we go to, I go to independent wrestling a lot, and Jen goes with me, and she sees like these wrestlers that she may see on the WWE Network, like in the in front of like seventy thousand people, now in front of like a hundred people, charging like twenty dollars for an autograph just to make it, yeah. just to make a living. And the wrestler captures that perfectly. Um, Darren Aronofsky's. I mean, he doesn't really do bad movies for oh, me. That's right. He did direct that. Yeah. And it captures, like, the story of, like, when you're on the road and you're making it big, you really can't develop a relationship with your kids. Exactly. And they show that so well in the movie. Uh, Marissa Tomei is fantastic in it. Uh, Mickey Rourke was robbed of an Oscar because he is amazing in that movie. Who beat him that year? Sean Penn. Uh, Sean Penn for what? Milk. Uh, milk. milk. Yeah. Oh, he was good in that, too. Yeah, but I think Rourke was... He was sweeping everything, too, so the fact that he lost the Oscar was a little surprising. Um, Mickey Rourke they can't give me some rebels. Well, I guess Sean Penn's a rebel. Never mind. Yeah, so, but no, I mean, the wrestler has held up for me, and it's the best depiction. If anyone wants to watch a movie about like what really happens to professional wrestlers when they leave the limelight and the big, the big companies, watch the wrestler because it's as accurate as it can get. I, I mean, mean, not all of them, but most of them. The majority. Yeah. You have guys that stay around the big companies as like agents and like trainers, but and like the guys that just go into Hollywood and be the number one actor and the highest paid actor, the, like The Rock. The Rock. Yeah. You just got a new calling... tattoo? Did you see the new tattoo? Yeah, I'm not a yeah. fan of it. Me neither. I'm too. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. I like the the Brahma bull. We grew up on that. Especially, it's like our childhood died with that tattoo. Man, that sucks. He's moving nah, forward. I want to get him. He's the biggest movie star in the world. He didn't need to like destroy our childhood by taking away the Brahma bull. Well, it's done his body. I it know. Is his yeah. body. And he's all about positivity. Like, you know, who's a perfect example like, of like and the wrestler. And he's grown since then. Like the wrestler. Um, look at Ric Flair. Yeah. He's quite possibly top three greatest of all time. And he's at convention is charging like 40, 50 bucks for an autograph yeah. as his income. He now. was at he was at Comic Con, by the way. Sorry. Yeah, so like yeah. they're the perfect example. Yeah, like they were he, all there. he's one of the greatest of all time, and he has to make an living by like going to conventions yeah you know so it just shows i mean you're an independent contractor i did hear a rumor though i don't know if you've heard this rumor that he he spent more money on spilled liquor yeah you made last year there used to be um there used to be a rumor about rick flair in the 80s that he used to take his buddies out to drink he used to buy them drinks all night Uh and he never drank he used to like 
get them drunk and used to spill his beer and tr- liquor and trees and like the trees and restaurants and oh, stuff really? like that just to get other people drunk and he's used to like enjoy watching other people drunk that's kind of <laughs> i also heard random. he smashed Halle Berry, so yeah what? he took her to space what? mountain you didn't yeah. hear this story yeah, he's... hey what rick flair fucked Halle Berry. there you go man w- at what point of her career <laughs> he made love to her dude you you don't know wrestling rick flair was a fucking a big pimp. deal man <laughs> Like in the early nineties, like when did you no <laughs> late eighties, early nineties. Eight, that guy oh, was yeah, well, like she wasn't, she wasn't really woo! Halle Berry, then. but she was still Halle. She was still hot, man. <laughs> so but I didn't yeah. know that. There, there's a shirt that's being sold on pro wrestling dot com. Shout out to one of my favorite podcasts, uh, something to wrestle with, with the Bruce Pitcher podcast, and uh, what happened when. Uh, with Tony Schiavone, there's a shirt that's sold out through their podcast that says "Of uh, Rick hit it first. There you go. So yeah, but no, ch- oh, if, wow. if you check out check out the wrestler. It's a fantastic, fantastic film. All right, as you can see, I talk about wrestling a lot. If I have to. I'm <laughs> so I just finished uh, Money in the Bank. I'm mad. It's terrible show. It was. I want to. I want if we go to if we get to LA, I want to take G to a wrestling show. That'd be dope. Yeah, Especially he has he has he has one of the best indie promotions where he lives, and I'm like so jealous that oh, I. Oh, you're gonna take him indie? PWG man. I, I, if we're gonna take him to his first one. I would probably go WWE. No, I with her, I took her to an indie show first, and I think she, that kind of helped progression to WWE. I think if I would have taken her to a WWE show first, because you don't see, you're not up close like you are in indies. Okay. So indies, I think if I take him to an, if I would take him to an indie show, I think he'd appreciate her more. Okay. Yo, get your tickets, uh, G. Oh no, G's like, damn it, god damn it, He's like, I'd rather go to the lighthouse. <laughs> oh god, we're going to the lighthouse. If I have to choose after. between those two, actually, we go to a wrestling show and go to the lighthouse after Jen's yeah, right. after party. Why, why are you guys planning my worst day? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lou, what's your number three? Oh man, all uh, right, where the fuck did my notes go? All right, my number three is super bad. Oh, you oh, put it up bad. there. Okay. Yeah, man. That's real high. I mean, yes. Yeah, I can. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, G. <laughs> that's that's your review of it. Super well, high. It's like some comedy, yeah, that's going to that's gonna be on the, if it was out today. It'd be on the is State Property well, yeah, on your, no, I'm not surprised. Two, your number one? I'm really no. not surprised because you like your comedies. Yeah, no, I watch Super Bad at least once a year, man. That movie it still makes me laugh every time I watch it. All right. I love Super Bad. I love Emma Stone. And I love Jonah Hill. No. Just a little bit, but um, do you think the end is a little meh? What like like when they like I don't like anything with Seth Rogen and the cops and and Bill Hader. I liked it. I I don't know, man. I like, I liked it in the beginning, but then I think towards the end it started to drag a little. I love bit. everything with Seth and like everything with the teens. Yeah, and you know. McLovin is fun, but like I think the end really falls McLovin, flat. McLovin is definitely fun, but yeah, like, I guess the cops a little bit, but not too much. I don't think they took that much from it. Like for, I, I might, feel like the payoff though when they came in and, he, and McLovin finally got some, and they came in, and he, they were like McLovin. Oh no, we can't block McLovin. <laughs> <laughs> I do like I do, it's so subtle at the end when I think I've talked about it on the podcast before when uh, Seth is trying on uh, jeans yeah. and he's trying on skinny jeans. And he's like, my dick is between my balls. It's yeah. like a division sign. <laughs> I t- so funny. I got to meet uh, McLovin before. I'm, oh, how uh, is he? Uh, he's very funny, very nice. Uh, my friend, So my friend set it up with like, oh, my friend Chris is coming to meet us at like Waterman's. There's like a bar in Hermosa. And she's like, and Chris is an actor. And I was like, okay, well, what's, what has he been in? She's like, oh, like you'll see when he gets here. You'll see and I'm like trying to think here. of any Chris that's like 
that age, like her age. You were hoping it was Pines. Come on. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. So I was like, okay, who could it be? And then it was him. And he was super nice. Uh, He bought his bottle service. He didn't have to, but he did. And, uh, yeah, he was cool. He He has, like, he's perfectly normal, like, was hanging out with the crowd. He wasn't trying to, like, be away from everyone. He was really cool. Awesome. So he wasn't super bad. Yeah, he was McLovin slash the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jen. So my number three was originally something else, uh, and then when we were talking on <laughs> when we were talking on our break, and it was a movie that I was reminded: The Devil Wears Prada. Ah, uh, I like The Devil Wears Prada a lot. Man, I thought you were gonna say Miss Congeniality, and I was gonna be like, "All right, I'll piggyback." Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm. I wanted to put it on the list, but I was like, I like these other movies better, a little bit better. So I was like, well, so I bumped something else for Devil Wears Prada. Um, it's this is Meryl Streep and Anne Hathaway, right? Yeah, so I good. Mean, Meryl Streep so is awesome in this movie. Is fantastic. Like this has to be one of my favorite Meryl Streep roles. Like she is what you would think Anna Wintour is. Anna Winterfell. <laughs> yes, you say Anna Winterfell, but Anna Emily? Wintour. Emily? <laughs> and she is like the epitome of what you imagine this woman to be. And I think she just, she kind of makes, you know, she takes those little things that are in the book and she takes, and I think it follows the book pretty well um, with some slight differences, but she takes all of this and she makes it her own. And I mean, you just like, you hate Miranda Priestly. Like you fear her and you feel for Andy and you're just like, damn. Emily Blunt is great in this movie too. She's like, did she get her Oscar nomination for that? I'm not uh, sure. Meryl did. Meryl did, but not Emily Blunt, right? Meryl won a Globe, I think. Meryl yeah. won the Globe for comedy, I believe. Stanley Tucci's in this. He's good. Uh, your boy Adrian Grenier doing nothing as Vinny usual. <laughs> your boy Adrian Grenier, of course, dude. He's always like just there. Um, <laughs> I'm glad we can agree on him that he's like jo- always just there. Yeah, except for he's Drive like... Me Crazy. Drive Me Crazy is <laughs> awful. It's a good movie. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, Devil Wears Prada. I mean, all of those one-liners are so memorable. What's your favorite? Oh, I have so many. She's like, by all means, move at a glacial pace. You know how that thrills me. And then uh, floral. floral. What was the line where she said I decided to take a chance on, like, the fat girl? It was something along those lines. Oh, I forgot now. Wait, have you Uh, seen the the way she delivers? She's like, I just thought I'd take a chance on the ugly fat girl. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because she's talking to her, like, about how she, you know, she kind of fucks up on her first assignment. She's like, oh, I shouldn't have. I should have known better. And then, but they're all really good. Even like Emily Blunt has some good lines. She's like, oh, I'm only a stomach flew away. Is that her first from movie? Her. It's one of yeah, her first. Yeah, I think that's where we got how she became known. Yeah, because right? she's yeah. so good in that. She was fantastic. Uh, in that. Apparently, Emily Blunt and Anne Hathaway said they did not meet Meryl Streep until after that movie was over. She stayed in character. Really? The time. See, that's awesome. Yeah. That's why she's uh, one of the greatest. She, she said she needed to like keep distance between herself and the other two girls because. She didn't want to like grow to like them because she kind of had to like. Yeah, no, fish. she's she's perfect. Like she like her hair, the fashion, the way they made her up, just her facial expressions and just the way she delivers the lines. And she's like, that's all. And like she just <laughs> does something like it's like, oh, man, what a bitch. You just like you hate her, but then you like love her because you're like, oh, and she's just so good. So Devil Wears Prada. I can watch it over and over again. All right. Look, I had uh, a actually nod to that when I watched the the intern. Okay. I like the intern. Yeah. Kind of, you know, it's Anne Hathaway. Yeah, yeah. She evolved into her own thing. I think this uh, was Devil Wars Prada, like Anne Hathaway's transition from like more to more serious stuff. 
like after Princess Diaries. Yeah, it's funny. Have you ever seen the Princess Diaries? I have. Remember, I put it on I like a list. I forgot what list I put it on. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what list I put it on one of our lists. I There's a. We should do. A, did we ever do a live action Disney list on on the podcast? Uh, we did. Oh, do. We, did uh, we just did animated, right? I think that's what we. We gotta get to that. All right. So, what is your number three? Is it me? Oh, yes, it's me. Uh, Batman Begins. Oh, all right. So you had it up there. I had it pretty high. Yeah. Uh, same reasons that you listed. I think it's the best written of the three. Um, the more you, I think, the more you watch it, the more you find the like to really love about it. And it kind of. It's not like it doesn't get discussed as a great movie, but I think it kind of gets lost in the conversation because The Dark Knight is so good. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. But it really sets the tone for what comes next. And, you know, uh, there wasn't a lot writing on another Batman movie. Like, no one really knew what they were going to get when they when it came out. Which is probably why, it, even though it did well here, I think it didn't do as well as it could have here because there was still that apprehension of, like, what is this going to be? And then it kind of turned into what it became. And then, you know, people realize they were wouldn't seem like a really great movie like the fact that it like the fact that it feels like it's like a genuine crime thriller and you kind of forget that you're watching a dude dressed up in a suit like an outfit like that you know doing all this stuff you kind of forget that you're watching a comic book movie it doesn't feel like one really it feels like something more than that and i think the end is sets i mean i i'm sure nolan knew where he was going but like the end with um it ends like the book actually uh batman year one ends exactly like the movie where he gives him the card, and it's a Joker oh, card. A Joker. Yeah, so yeah. the book ends exactly like that. So I thought they ended it really well. So I'm with you. I mean, I I had it a little lower, but there's no hate on that. I think Batman Begins is excellent. All right. My number two is The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. So That's high. Oh, that's, high. that's what? That's so high. You don't think it's You don't think it's worthy? No, I guess it's it, not it, worthy. It, it's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> I didn't say it was fine. I said it was good. It's the epitome of fine. <laughs> like it's statist- no crash. Hey, if I can do statistical wise, it's the it's the most has the most Oscars. It does. Aren't they mostly technical Oscars? No, it won Best Picture. It won Best Director. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> So it has 11 Oscars, and it's the only movie to go undefeated, actually. It's 11 for 11. Did not lose a category. So I feel like that. I feel like it was like a culmination of like all three movies. That's why they gave it to it. Well, I, all three of them were nominated for Best Picture, too. Yeah, I know, but I feel like that's why it ended up winning in the end. Like, I mean, I feel like it was like, I wonder if they looked at it as an individual movie or if they looked at the scope of like, it being like one complete thing, like with the other two. And I will say this: the 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 one thing, if there is anything I can take away from the movie, is that it has like thirty two endings. Oh yeah, no, you think you're about to get up and leave? And yeah. Then <laughs> After four hours, you're just like, all right, I'm ready to go. But no, we wanted nope, you to stay a little bit longer. I'm walking to do. Ow. All right, Lou. What is your number two? My number two is The Departed. All right, you have That's a... my number two as well. There you go. Have fun. Oh, nice. Yeah. Is that your number two as well? No. no. Is that anywhere? <laughs> no, it's not on my list. Her number two. It's like, yeah. It's it's not, not, I could. I mean, I could say. She sounded excited, and then when you're like, "Is it on the list?" No. No, no. it was an honorable mention, guys. I had to make room guys. for Miss Congeniality. Really, nobody, nobody paid attention. <laughs> she was like, "I had to make room for Sandra Bullock and Miss Congeniality." <laughs> Sacrifices had to be made. And Mean Girls. Oh, I forgot Mean Girls. <laughs> 
wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> panic mode. Panic mode. <laughs> wait, but you. It's like he's running. He's running from the microphone in the headset. When we were talking, when we were talking about this before, you were like, "Oh, you better have Mean Girls on the, yeah, on your list." You definitely said that. So you were giving me shit for it, and it's not on your list. Is that your number two? No. Oh my god! If that's you not your number, you definitely note. said all of you should have Mean Girls on the list. And you're not <laughs> nowhere to be found. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All oh, right, man. so you guys can have fun with the Departed. So the departed. Uh, there's no mean girls. I'm, but. I'm like confused about mean girls now. What the fuck did I do? <laughs> uh, like I said before, for me, I had the best assembly of a cast ever. But uh, the story was great. Everybody did their thing. <laughs> the presents at the end were fantastic, and it's very well directed. And it's just one of my favorite movies from that decade. I saw it three times in theaters too. Oh wow! I, don't even I had seen. I, don't I had like I, feel I, like I had think... seen a really good movie in a while, and I was like, "Oh, this is so good." <laughs> I actually, I actually don't think I saw it in the theater. I think I just saw it uh, when it came out on. DVD. Oh, I saw that one twice in the theater. Oh, nice. Yeah, my movies I've seen three times. They're all like really good ones, and one really not so. I mean, I, I like it. It's like all three of the Batman movies, the Dark Knight trilogy, I saw three times in the theater. Uh, Dark Knight Rises and Dark Knight, I saw twice in one day. And then, smart man. Uh, <laughs> and I saw the party three times in the theater, and then the other one was I know you did last summer, so I went three times. Ugh, I know what you did last summer. Wow. I did, I did three times. I, I saw it. And you tapped out uh, early every time. So I'm an, I'm anticipating this next one. Jim, what's your number two? Uh, wait, are they done talking? Oh, about all right. The and got, anything you guys want to add about the departed? No, I mean, my God, no, I think we covered off. everything. We, we covered it in the past. It got mixed. It got mixed in with the Mean Girls confusion. I'm gonna, all right, go ahead. That. What's your number two? What's my number two? What do you think it is? I know what it is. What is it? You're going to hurt my heart and all of Freaky our hearts Friday. because. Freaky Friday? Oh my God, no, but I forgot. That should have been an honorable mention. Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday is good. I like Freaky Friday. I showed my daughter the trailer to that, to that movie. I said, hey, do you want to watch this? So I showed her a trailer. She's like, no. <laughs> What's number two? What's number two, boo? Just say it. No, no. You say it. It's a dark night. It's the Dark Knight. It's fucking blasphemy. Oh, wow, that's fucking actually, blasphemy. It made the list. Don't talk about it yet. It made the list, that's but it's not. Thing. But it's my number two. All right, you can hold on. on my it. number one is something. Else. It's like you need to be quiet now. <laughs> I know, I know. Do you want to just give your number one? And, uh, yeah, you give your we, number one. When we get off the air, he's gonna give me all the hate. Give your number one because <laughs> can I assume? Can, can I assume? Here. Can I assume that G, Lou, and I have the same number one? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. What's your number one, Jen? So, my number one is Mean Girls. <laughs> well, you know what? It would be number nine. Gee, no, stop know. it. Stop it. Shut your whore stop. mouth. He, stop it. He is defending me. No, and are that's you, great. Like, for real serious? He's on my side. No, for real. Mean Girls is my number one. You think wow. Mean Girls is better than The Dark Knight? No, it's not They're because it's better. Different movies. It's not They're because completely... it's better, and you, they are completely different movies. Do you think any performance in that movie is better than, the, than Heath Ledger? Mean Girls is funny. Uh, Rachel McAdams steals all her scenes. Oh okay, God, no. I hate all of you. No, Rachel Mean Girls is funny, pleasure. and Mean Girls is something I can watch no, I over and over again, and it's quotable. I, I did predict it on your list. I just didn't think it was going to be number one. I, I thought, forgot. You know, I thought you were going to put like an absurd movie that I never I heard of. Yeah. I have, I have definitely watched Mean Girls more than I've watched The Dark Knight. Yeah. No. And I it's, definitely it's quote more of Mean Girls. I can quote more of Mean Girls than, than I can The Dark Knight. Really? I can quote Almost everything in the dark. There's a lot of funny stuff in Mean Girls. No, there's a lot, and Tina Fey is genius. Can I say I've only seen Mean Girls twice? See, that's why it's not your number one. Three or four times. 
Yeah, I've seen it a lot. So a lot. Seen, all of them are really good. I've seen good. The Dark Knight like thirty. Uh, yeah. it's so anyway. Total total quotables in that movie. Um, on Wednesdays we wear pink. Uh, what else? There's it's just it, they're all like really, really good. Went, she said she went to lose like ten pounds, and they all like they, they get really quiet. And she looks at them, and she's like, oh, what are you talking about? No, you're so skinny. And she's I like, love... this is all that fits me right now. She's like, is butter a carb? Yes. Yes. So many good lines in that movie. Um, Sorry, Lindsay Dave, Lohan no... was Lindsay Lohan was great in this movie. Rachel McAdams, um, Lacey Chabert. Chabert. Yeah, Chabert, is that how you say her last name? Her father name? was the president of Toaster Strudel. Of Toaster Strudel. <laughs> um, her hair is so big because she has so many secrets. Um, Aaron... I forgot the guy's name now, the actor, but the guy that played. Oh, Aaron. Uh, Jonathan Bennett. I went to a yes, Halloween Jonathan party. Bennett. He um, yeah. he was really good in it. So I mean, Tina Fey was. I don't know, Tina Fey. Okay, first uh, of all, living in California, do you just randomly just meet, just bump into celebrities? He does. That's why he lives in LA. Well, like, cause like some of our friends are like, well, I don't know any like big celebrities. They're like CW level celebrities. No, but I feel I mean, like I, I feel I like one day. Cool too, I feel like one day you're gonna come out of the Like I went to the bodega and I saw like Matthew Broderick or something. He actually no, never, lives in New York. I never run into like I never run into like Tom Cruise. Like it's never there anyone cool. It's, I, mean, I mean they're cool, but it's never anyone like big. It's always like oh like you're on the Flash or you're on Arrow and you were in Mean Girls. Like I don't know. Some of our friends. Dude, are, like, all we got here is Impractical Jokers. That's all we got. I love Impractical Jokers. Yeah, though. but they, they're not huge actors. So yeah, Mean Girls is my number one, and now we can talk about The Dark Knight. No, so, we, we still got Mean Girl more, keep, though. You guys can keep talking about her if you want. <laughs> well, gee, is it on your list? Not really. I mean, it, no, well, he, I mean, he, I forgot. Remember, he did, like, laps around his room and panic. Now he's like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I like, ah, where'd I put it? No, so, I, no. I guess we can go to Jen's number two and all yeah, our number ones. And, and Mean Girl definitely had a huge... Wait, are you still, are you still like, teasing that Mean Girls is number one for her? Over the dark... No, yeah, I guess he's not. mad. I'm not mad. This is like, going to be mad over. Like, but you, this do, movie, you do realize, though, they're totally different movies. They're, like, they're different. Like, and this movie, at the, this list is about our I know, favorite movies. I know. Like, I, I can show, like, a group of people Mean Girls and then show them The Dark Knight, and I know some of them would be like, I preferred watching Mean Girls. I know, I know. It just depends. It depends on the mood you're in. But, like, I'm not saying it's better than The Dark Knight. I will say that Mean Girls, Knight. like, loses steam towards the end. It's different. Dark Knight like, doesn't. It, like, it, like, I really mean have... Mean Girls does lose steam towards the end, though. It's not, really it does, something... when it gets like, a little, like... What surprises me the most is, like, I never really, like, hear people, like, that much, like, talk about Mean Girls as, like, that. Are you? Oh, in L.A.? Oh, I guess in L.A. <laughs> oh, but I think, I mean, girls, I guess among girls, we talk I about Mean like, Girls more. I never really girls met, hear girls mention that movie that much. I'm a cool, so like, I'm not mom. like every other mom. I'm a cool mom. Like, <laughs> mean Amy Girls in so LA is second to Clueless as far as people that bring it up all the time. It has, some, I mean, it's yeah. got good lines, good memorables. She's like, uh, duh, I'm a mouse. And like, no one <laughs> got that. Amanda and the Cypher's like, look, yeah. be the funniest person in that movie, Cypher. I think. Yeah. There you go. That's her name. Yeah, I had like a huge question on her. Uh, I kissed my cousin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so weird. If you're from Africa, why are you white? Yeah. <laughs> That's part of my favorite line. Okay, there you go. That's part, that was part of my favorite line. Oh my god! And is it no? Who's um? Who's the principal in that? I can't remember. Oh, Tim Meadows. Is it Tim Meadows? Tim Meadows. Yes, Tim Meadows. He is great in that. He's like, oh, no. Like, when they start to, like, break out and fight, he just goes yeah, and yeah. he gets the bat and he, like, or whatever he does, and he's like, nah-uh. We're, we're not I like when this. they're in the gymnasium and he said, we'll keep you here all day if necessary. He's like, we can't keep them past four. We will keep you here till four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even go here. 
Yeah, that's the best. That's the one we quote the most. Damien Whenever was we funny. Play, like, when, when, when someone chimes in the group and we don't want to hear what they have to say, yeah. that's what we say. <laughs> See? So go here. It's a good movie. Good okay, movie. so the My dark number one. Sorry. <laughs> so now the dark night. Go ahead. Oh, it was your number two. Do you want to say anything? <laughs> you um, sound so bad right now. Yeah, he is mad. I'm not mad. i get some hate later. <laughs> uh... Heath Ledger is fantastic in The Dark Knight. I love that's the only thing she's going to say. David. <laughs> she's like, Heath Ledger. Hey, David. Is he... why, don't you, uh, why don't you tell us how you got those scars? No, I'm not going to do that. Oh, I used to do that, Jim, I used to do that shit in college all the time. Isn't it like 10 Things I Hate About You more than Dark Knight? Or no, yep, that's exactly that. what she said. That's exactly what she said. No, no, that. she didn't say that. Damon, she said Heath Ledger was better in 10 oh, Things no, I Hate About You. Better in no, why? You that did was say his, that. No, because I meant that that was his star, but nobody but we, ever lets me live it down. We have it on tape. Yeah, I know so. you do, because nobody lets me live it down. It's so the, in the cosmos. So the anyway, dark, that's the role that made him first. So the dark that was his night. breakout role. Not that Academy Award winning performance. It's that teen movie from the 1990s. I really would have liked to have seen what else, like how he... Because he was on such a great trajectory. Yeah, he was Broke going back up, mountain, up, 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 Dark Knight. The like, thing I... Is, like, when I was watching that documentary with him, like, I didn't realize how young he was until so, he like, came up on screen yeah. on the little title card. And I was like, fuck, he's only 27. And, like, he, he did was... a lot. He did. In that and he probably would have done a lot more. I mean, I remember when he got cast in The Dark Knight, and there was a collective, like, uh, what the... Yeah, that was I was yeah. I was me. That was me. That was the last time I ever questioned the. A, I know a lot of people like the guy from a nice tale. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> and I saw everything. You know how it turned out, okay, but like, I was. Uh... Well, what's funny is that we like ignored the fact. Like I, he he had already been nominated for an Oscar for Brokeback Mountain, and I still ignored that when I first heard it. I was like, I didn't even mention Brokeback Mountain. I was like, why are they casting the guy from like a nice tale and Ten Things I Hate About You? Not like I don't like Ten Things I Hate About You, but I thought it was a odd choice because I never thought. He could he get that, that range. Name. You know yeah, what's yeah. funny? Like, this movie's 10 years old next year, and this movie gets so much... His performance from, like, certain people gets so much hate, and I'm just like, why? why? And then they give me, like, they never give me actual, like, legit reasons on his well, performance. Well, I have, I have friends that say the scenes that he aren't, that he isn't in, the movie is just okay. And not no, 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 I'm, I'm, not, not... I'm not talking about the movie. I'm talking about his performance. Well, who hates on it now? Like, I, oh, now? there's like Jen can attest because she's seen it without saying any names. There yeah, are I thought you were about to be like me. I was no, like, no, 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 no. There are, pe- <laughs> well, there are people. There are people. There are people that like. Damn. There are people that she's seen and I've seen that like shit on it. And they're like, oh, it's not as good as people make it out to be. And then there's like the little marks that are like on these like DC pages that like I just in, uh, I'm on him to read for my enjoyment. And I read and some. To of, argue when he feels no, like I never it. argue with those tools. Sometimes. He no, no, not those asshats. Um, so <laughs> like, and you want to throw out <laughs> um, wait, what did you say? Any more names you want to throw out there? Yeah, I got one more. Jen asks if Jen asked me, then I'll say it again. I'll Go say another him. name. <laughs> uh, I don't. All right, what else? No, now it's not that. No, I know. <laughs> Who said so, you put me on the uh, spot? So yeah, no. So like these people, like these people. These There's people... also the people that prefer Jack Nicholson over him, too. I know those See, this is my spot, biggest annoyance with different. it. Here they're we go. They're all different. Here's... Every Joker performance is fucking different. What is those the Joker? Those cut muscles are, like, fucking... Really? Really? Tone it down a little. No! No, I'm not! No, I'm not. Because Ledger's one... That's one of my favorite performances of all time, and I think it's bullshit. No, I know. What is the Joker? 
The Joker. I've never heard the what is of those two words? Yeah, yeah, seriously, David. David's got a lot of them. So, what so, is the Joker character? It is a multiple choice. Every performance, every version of the Joker is different. That's why I love the character because there is such a like a duality to his character and the psychology, the psychology of his character is always different. That's why, like, I don't love Jared Leto as a Joker, but he's not terrible. It's just that ver that world's version of the Joker. But people are like, oh, he he's a gangster. Oh, shut the I really fuck didn't up, mind bro. Go him. play in traffic. Like, you don't I know anything. Didn't mind, I didn't mind Jared yeah. Leto at all. Like, I thought he was fine. I, I was, was fine with the performance. Yeah, man. It's like, I don't... And I like him matched up with Margot Robbie's Harley oh, Quinn. Margot Robbie well, there's, is. There's Margot Robbie is. No, I know, yeah. but I don't think if... I think it depends on the person you cast as the Joker for them to have better chemistry. And like, I think I like their chemistry like together Bat- as two Batman, actors. Batman's duality is Bruce Wayne and Batman. Harley Quinn is Harley Quinn and Harley and Quinzel. The Joker's just like he changes his origin all well, the time. Really you never name. really know. And Until... it's like well, and then we, like we, got, the... we got three in the Dark Knight alone. Well yeah. And then to me what I think his real background is he is a PTSD he has PTSD. And he's like a war veteran. And he's just like he has this Anarch- anarchist mindset because like World of- War Two? No, like like uh, Iraq. Vietnam. Iraq. Oh, if you're oh, you mean like yeah, now in present Knight. day? The Dark Knight. The no, I'm just talking about Heath Ledger's oh, Joker. Oh, okay, okay. Heath and I think he has All this right. mindset of like he hates the world. He has this anar- anarchist mindset that he just wants to like destroy everything, and he has no motive for it. He doesn't care about money, like and that Tug. leads to where we get like the Alfred speech in the Dark Knight, which is yeah. one of the best speeches in the movie. Watch where the world he's like, burn. "Some people want to watch the world burn," and I there's mean, like no rhyme or reason to what he's doing, basically. Like, and he's I just doing it, to and do I it. always counter with like the people, which is understandable because Ledger's so good that when he's not on screen, you loan for you loan for him. But I think Aaron Eckhart is so good as Harvey Dent. And as yeah, Two-Face. No love. That sucks. So he gets no love. I think the movie as a whole is fantastic. Even the end, like, with the whole ship, like, the the, 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 the fairies, I think it, it captures, like, Joker's failure because, and his victory, because, yeah. yeah, he fails in the moment when they don't blow each other up, but then he wins when he tells Batman that I turned Harvey Dent into this crazy fuck. So, like, it shows, once again, like, even when you think the Joker's out, nah, he really wins. So, like, I think the whole movie is uh, genius. What's your favorite uh, scene of his? Um, <sighs> when he's pen- at the party? The pencil. Ah, that's my, that's my the favorite The pencil one. is the one that shocks you the most because you don't expect him to fucking destroy someone with that pencil. Yeah. I think the one. Why So Serious, the first one. Yeah, that's my favorite. The, the, the dinner party scene, I, he just the way he works the entire room, I just love. And then the, and the dinner way the camera's kind of moving around him, like you just like you're yeah. it's just really good. You know, a scene that I really like that doesn't get talked about at all is when Bruce is looking at the TV, and he's telling he's like, "What is your name?" Yeah, and then he's like, like torturing the guy, and he's like, "Starting tonight, people will die." And then yeah. like, yeah. Uh, I like, that. like it. that was weird. What happened? <laughs> That was weird. It actually sounded like a. Uh, yeah, I, I've I've done that. He I, I do. I used to do that shit for like people in college when I was at Rutgers for like a few people, and then I used to, like I have it memorized. Yeah, man, I was trying to get the class guys over there doing joke impressions. Interrogation scene too is good. Oh no! What am I lying? That is oh, yeah, the best is scene good. in the movie. Like that's the, oh, absolutely the best scene like, in the movie. Oh my god! He's like the fact that he's laughing at him. He's like, I, I don't want to kill you. So the only thing that kills that moment. 
building up to like whose life is he going to save? Is that I didn't care about Rachel because I didn't really like Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I'm with you. Rachel, she's, she's so bad. But, uh, I was like, God, like Katie Holmes, like I wish you would have broken out of the Tom Cruise spell and you would have just done it. You know what sucks is that Maggie, Maggie <laughs> yeah. Gyllenhaal is a good actress. That's the worst yeah. thing, and I so just on don't paper, care. Maggie Gyllenhaal is a better actress than Katie Holmes, so I you would think I'd be happy, but I just didn't think that she had this like I didn't believe that they would both be going after her. And I and I think uh, too with the Joker, I think that interrogation scene. The best part for me was when Bruce is beating him up, and then he's just <laughs> laughing in his face. So yeah, yeah, he's I mean, all about mind games. He doesn't really have to. And the be- the funniest thing about the Dark Knight is that people say, "Oh, if Ledger didn't die, he wouldn't have won the Oscar." I'm like, dude, do something with yourself. He was gonna win the Oscar. Who was he up against? I don't even remember. He was up against nobody. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. probably was his only comp. From Tropic Thunder. Oh, from Tropic Thunder? Yeah, that he, he swept the floor with that one. Yeah, so, like, I mean, but I don't think Ledger was going to lose. But, yeah, man, that... I don't think about it. Why couldn't they save both of them? He couldn't. Why not? They got he... there They got there late. Yeah, you know I'm saying? The cops are fucked up on that one. I think Rachel had... was farther, that's why. Could be. But that was genius on the Joker to just, like, you know... He knew he knew where Bruce wanted to go, so. Oh yeah, and then like Aaron Eckhart's reaction when he when he realizes that that he went to like, he's like why are you here for me? Hurt. Yeah. Yeah, that was oh, Aaron Eckhart's so good. Like he doesn't get enough credit for that movie. He's really good in it. And I think Nolan made the use of two villains, like he that was mastered the best, that was it. The best use of two villains. Mastered two face and the Riddler. Yeah. Wait, what? So, like it said, since the, two face oh. and the Riddler. <laughs> are you being serious? <laughs> Well, that, before that, you that thought was, that was you thought that worked. Yeah, I like oh. that. They were funny together. The, the They're funny, yeah. Had, yeah that's what I'm saying. The only problem I had with Two Face and the Riddler is that one of them should have been silly and not both of them because they were both silly. Like Tom Lee Jones played it over the top too, and it would have been better if one was more serious and then let Jim Carrey like do his stuff. His stuff, like it, the fact that they're both so cartoony, kind of doesn't work. But they do kind of play off each other pretty well, even though yeah. they did not get along when they made the movie. Oh, really? I didn't know that. No, know uh, Jim Carrey actually said, I think it was like a year or two ago, said that Tommy Lee Jones like did not like him, because Jim, Jim Carrey was like a comedic guy, he was, like doing a lot of improv and throwing stuff in, and like it was throwing off Tommy Lee Jones, and Tommy Lee Jones did not like it. He was like a, you've got to follow the script kind of guy. Oh, yeah. and, and Jim Carrey just like, uh, nope. <laughs> and like, what? I mean, like, like, he's one of the best things about Batman Forever. Yeah, yeah I like Jim Carrey's Riddler a lot. Like, I, love like, I think they cast he, like, that really the, well. Like, he to punch a guy, and he like, punches the dude in the face, and just like, ow! <laughs> so good. <laughs> so with that, that concludes our 2000s. We got one more decade to go, and the then we get... The unfinished decade. And then the unfinished decade. 2010s. The 2010s. We get to talk about La La Land again. I know you've got Jim is excited about that. Yeah, yeah, we, we get, get to... to talk about how Jen thinks the social network is boring. Can't wait to talk yeah. about that. We can That's talk coming. about a movie that none of you guys have mentioned yet. I'm gonna save for next week because no, I no. Think... Now I want to know. No, none of you guys have. Ever... Wait, wait, wait. We've none of you guys have ever mentioned this movie in the twenty something episodes we've done up to this point. For 2010, and it's, to... and it's my number two right now for okay. next week. I, I need to know: Are there any uh, potential hood rat movies for Ludapick? Um, most likely, <laughs> no, never... there's hood rat movies in the 2010s. There's always hood rat movies. Not Hollywood unless you. Uh, BET TV movies don't count. That <laughs> can't do any. Uh, the, the oh, gee, Mad Max might be on my list. Oh god, I mean that's. And fine, for the I record, guess. there's been a lot of movies I mentioned in the 22 episodes. There's a lot of movies out there, man. So I mean, I think we should. We next never week mentioned Joe Dirt. 
We, never we have some about La La Land. Land. We have some Social Joe Network. Dirt. <laughs> Did you just say Joe Dirt? So, yeah, we never Joe mentioned Dirt. Joe Dirt. Is that the movie we're talking about? No. Not exactly. his number two. Uh, <laughs> number two. No one mentioned Freddy Got Fingered. Yeah. That's a oh, good look. that's it. That dude would you like some that? sausage? Drew Barrymore's in that, isn't it? Yep. Did she date that toolbox? She married him. <laughs> And he's like, that's why he was in Charlie's Angels. Jesus, the she chat. makes poor choices. The chat. No, 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 no. He was funny in Charlie's Angels. And you know what? He was funny in Road Trip. Oh, oh Road Trip is good. I do Road like Trip. Road Trip is good. What's wrong with you? What are you awing for? Fuck, Who man. Who Road Trip? David's not funny. David's not, not, David's not funny. <laughs> oh, I am funny. I just don't like funny. But you don't like oh, funny. Road Trip is hilarious. No, I like Road Trip. Anything else we want? You might see in our 2010s I, next you know, week? I need to figure out how to get in touch with Drew Barrymore. That's not so I can let her listen to all this like you guys defaming her while I praise her. Next thing you, know, next thing you know, she'll be a guest on the okay, show. Fine. I mean, they've got to take naps. I've had your back from day one. I'm Dude, good, good, good. we'll a lose Drew viewers. Fan. I mean, we'll lose listeners. No, we won't. People love you very much. <laughs> I love their ET, and I always that's where I that's where I draw the line. But um, and then after, and then after next week, we oh, we get guys. into September, and we will get into. Our 10-year anniversary of XOXO. Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl. So, Lou, what research are you doing for uh, the Gossip Girl? Because we finished the series. Uh, minimal to none, but I will. Because I'm, I'm about to start season five. And, and we I'll just finished season six. I'll skim through a couple episodes. So, we're going to come <laughs> back with our best episode, our worst episode, our character rants and raves. There you go. And I'm going to tell you why Vanessa is misunderstood. Shut up! <laughs> She's... I'm still debating what side of the fans are going to be on that one. On what, Vanessa? Uh, Lou, Vanessa. you need to come over to my side. Like, Watch some of the episodes. I'll, I'll give you a list of episodes where it's clear <laughs> that she's misunderstood. Oh, and I'll counter with giving you some episode that she's the only tool. Uh, I, I will. You know what? The same list I send to Lou, I will send to you, Jen. And you guys will probably disagree. You know what? I don't care as long as everyone is in uh, agreement that we all hate Jenny Humphrey. She's not my number one, though. Jenny yeah, Humphrey yeah, we, should die. We hate Jenny Humphrey and Serena. Yeah, I think Lily's Serena's the, my number one. <laughs> I'd rather have Serena over Jenny Humphrey. No. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, any day. Because in and at the end of the day, Serena still looks like Blake Lively. So that's <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's what that's that's, what, that's all I need. Awesome. And Bart Bass. So for this Y2K edition of Real Chronicles, I am David. This is Lou. Guys. And Jen. See you next week, kiddos. Have a good one. Peace. Bye. Peace out. Thanks for listening. You can find our show notes and more at realtalking.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Real Chronicles. Love what you hear? Leave us a review and tell your friends. If you have a topic you want us to cover, shoot us an email at realtalkinc at gmail.com. Until next Monday, keep it real. <laughs>